0: I think we're ready. I'm recording, Chini. Are you recording? I am. Right, let's do this shit then.
1: Leroy
2: Jenkins
1: Welcome, y'all, to the veteran gamers. Ju Ju, Chini, and the fellas will tell you.
3: And Chunkman. I'm sexy, and I know it. We said, meh, M-E-H, meh. Switch that console up before you have to press repeat, yo.
4: Oh, it's on.
0: No, 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 it's not on.
4: Who? it's on, all right.
0: It isn't on, nothing's on, it's off.
4: It's on.
0: Welcome to show 151 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast.
2: Yay, 151. Stu, are you recording? I'm recording. Are you sure
0: you're recording? Yeah, not only am like, I recording.
2: A hundred million people asked if you were recording. You're like, yeah, it's recording. I
0: know, I know. And at the
2: end of the show, whoops, we're not, I don't know what happened.
0: No, but to be fair, right, no, it, this is absolutely true. I had the file, and it was the right length. But for whatever reason, 15 minutes into it, it just went completely blank. It was just an empty file. There was nothing there.
2: Well, all I want to know is if we got some kind of backup thing going on soon.: Well, we have Chini's recording at the same time.
0: So yeah. we are both recording. So Dropbox may come into play. So yeah, so we're both recording, so. Oh, God. People. So what can go wrong? Anyway, uh, my name's the daddy, otherwise known. A stew to many people, and we've also got Duke. I
1: should that- not doubt Stephen Fry.
2: That's right. Thou shalt not forget that Guns, Bitches, and Bling were never part of the four elements and never, never will, be. will be. Awesome track, man. I love. It. Thank you, Neil, for sending me that.
1: Scoobius Pip, is that his name? Yes, that sounds right. The, the Beatles, Beatles? Just, just a band. band. Clash, just, a, just band. a band. Crass, just a band. What's
2: crass? I don't know half those bands. Feel so stupid. Well, you don't know I'm the Beatles, eight.
1: just a band. Yeah, what are the
2: Beatles? Who is that?
1: <laughs> yeah. Arctic monkeys, just a band. <laughs> next big the thing, just role. a band. The Pixies,
2: just a band. I, the Duchess was in the, you know, in her computer next to me. I thought she was going to start flipping out when they said that the Pixies are not just a band, but she didn't.
1: But they are. Yeah, they are
0: really. Got, and we've also got Chini. You've heard him. <laughs>
1: ahoy, hoy. I'm here like a boss.
0: There you go. Um, well, I better give a warning before we get going. Uh, Uh-oh. There is a little bit of a warning, because
2: <laughs>
0: we normally record on a Monday night. That's right. But it's actually a Thursday night, and true
2: that,
0: true that. normally, as we're recording now, the show is normally uploaded. So oh,
2: i got to go, guys. I'll be back in about half an hour.
0: Uh, I don't know what that means, but uh, people... We'll be getting the knickers in a twist at this point, going, why is the show not up? What's happening? Because that's what happens when stuff like that happens. You all get a bit irate because it's yeah, not it's up good on good time.
2: i say to those people who are very concerned about the show, SHUT THE HELL UP! But I always find it
0: crazy, right? Because I upload it on a Thursday evening, and it's usually fairly late on. It's usually about, you know, 10 o'clock, half 10 at night. Right. And by Friday morning, there's already been about 300 people listened. I always think... Who was listening? If they're in the UK, who was listening in the middle of the night, first of all? Yeah, quite. <laughs> and then I think, well, maybe it's some of the American listeners. You know, For them, it's only 5 o'clock at night, so that would make kind of yeah. sense, I guess. Um, so those people who are getting the knickers in the twist at this point. Also, a warning because any mistakes that we make are stopping in because there is no editing this week because That's it just isn't... Yeah, to make sure the show goes out on, on time, there is no editing, so... If stuff goes wrong or we make mistakes, then it'll just be in the show. So don't go, like
2: go. into a situation that's dangerous, even though we know it's dangerous. We just want to rush right in and do it.
0: So if you're listening, right, and we've made some sort of mistakes, right, don't get all irate and go, oh, that, this isn't very professional. It's a bit rubbish uh, because that's just the anybody way it is. If anybody
2: has that attitude, they aren't listening to our show.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that being said... Uh, we're
2: starting uh, with the uh, egg timer topics.
0: No, well, we are going to do that, but first of it all, says it right I know, here. I know. Don't worry, we're <laughs> going to do that before we talk about games. But before that, I've not got one confession, but I've got two.
2: Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, I was confession number one. I was expecting the rest of that then. You know, <laughs> yeah, two the confessions. Yeah, camera topics. I know, yeah. Two confessions. So oh, here we go. Are you ready? All right. Right, confession number one. Here we go. As you know, right, I've dipped my toe in the waters of PC gaming again this year. Right, to some extent. Not fully. Not fully, because, you know, I haven't really upgraded my PC enough to play anything other than sort of indie games and stuff of that nature, and maybe older games that'll run on it. Yeah. Get on with it. Well, that's going to change. That Uh-oh. is going to change. And PC? Well, I'm not, well, I am getting one, but not so much as getting one, but, <laughs> but building one. Oh my God, it's even worse than I thought. I know. Right. So, oh. Look, I'm totally going to do the same thing when I get in. But look, I right, don't blame me. Right? It's Ralph Finch's fault. Right? Why is it his fault? Because, right? You know, I've mentioned about potentially getting a new PC on the show a couple of times or whatever. Yeah. Well, he decided to send me loads of links to stuff you can buy on eBay for bits. Like,
2: oh, eBay? Oh yeah. Why are you going to eBay? Why don't you go to Newegg.com? What the hell is Newegg.com? Ah, you go there. You won't ever have anything to do with eBay. But anyway, regardless of that right. EBay. You know you can't trust eBay. You got swindled by eBay. Why are you going to eBay?
0: Now well, listen anyway, just let me just let me get Have it. You
2: got a bad throat, Duke. I know. Yes, man. I feel I came home from sick school today. I came home from school sick today.
0: <laughs> I like the first one better.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you are, came
0: home from sick school. <laughs> <laughs> Look, don't remind <laughs> me. It'll only get more down.
2: Sound like it too, so.
0: Yeah, don't remind hey, him. Hey, computers, whatever. So anyway, right? So listen, right? So what I'm gonna do, what I thought I'd do, right, is do a sort of photos of his making it, right, and then maybe put them up on the um, on the old Facebook. So and and I'll sort of go through how much it's cost me, right? Because, so I'll tell you what I'm gonna make anyway. So you get a, a vague idea. Oh
1: right? for fuck's
0: sake!
2: All right, this is, this isn't right, is...
0: I'm gonna get right uh, an AMD motherboard. Okay a uh, bulldozer, no less, whatever the hell that means, a uh, bulldozer motherboard with a six-core processor, right, running at 3.4 gigahertz, which I'm going to overclock to 3.9 gigahertz. Right, So it's going to be pretty fast, right? Six cores, not a dual core, not a quad core, six cores. I got
1: that. A hex
0: core. Yep. Yep. Anyway, well so I'm going to get that, right? So that's the first bit out of the way. Uh, and then that's going to have eight gigs of RAM, also okay and then i'm gonna get a 120 gigabyte solid state hard drive okay i'm gonna get a one terabyte slave drive to put in it as well right then i'm gonna get a pc case with a temperature gauge on the front and all neon lights and all fancy cool stuff you oh god right i'm gonna use a dvd rewriter out of my old pc my current pc because I very rarely ever use that, so I'm guessing it'll probably still be all right. And I'm also going to use the uh, graphics card that I bought and just do that to begin with. Then might upgrade that for my birthday, so that's what I may do, so I'll, I'll see how that goes. Uh, so, guess how much? So, excluding the graphics card and obviously the, the disk drive, because I've got both of those. So, how much do you think for that set $700
2: million.
0: Oh, and yeah. that includes, by the way, that includes a 650-watt uh, power supply as well. Meow. Yeah. So, how much? How much do you reckon? Re- realistic guesses.
1: I meow. I think um, that I couldn't give a shit. So I don't know, like four hundred quid or some shit.
2: Four hundred quid? It's not bad guess. Not bad guess. Here's what I have to say about your new PC specs, <laughs> dude. <Nerd! laughs>
0: so, um. Actually, for for all of that, right, and obviously it excludes an operating system. But I've um, I've got a copy of Windows Seven, so I'm going to use that. So that you have to pay for that extra. Uh, all of that, three hundred and twenty-two pounds. Which? Uh, it's, not I, no, it's not a that's not a lot of money at all. If I went into PC World, not a lot of money when you've got a job like you and you are doing all right. No, but no, but to be fair, right, the PC I've got I inherited off my brother for free. Uh, so I've not actually bought a PC for ten years. So, I've done all right, really. I think I can splash out a little bit of cash
1: on a PC, and to be honest with you, that is not a lot of cash for a PC. When uh, you, because f- you only have a certain spending quota each year, so you're going to get this in the new year. I'm thinking. No, no, no. This is coming.
0: This is going to be partly for Christmas present. So it's right. half my Christmas present, and also because we need a new PC, I can get away with some of it as being something we just have to replace. Yeah, Cause uh, well, no, no. well done, well done with that one, mate. Well but, but
1: to be fair, right? To be fair, right? Don't worry, mate. She's not listening to the show. You
0: Look, I, I don't know. know, but but to be fair, right? I keep getting blue screen there. Millie uses a PC as well. Kay uses a PC, so we all use it. And it keeps on crashing and stuff, so, you know, I need a new... Yeah, yeah. sure you do, mate, yeah. See? You. And this is cheap. If I went to Delhi, it would cost me more than this to get a half-decent one from them, eh? Yeah, of course. So yeah, a-, yeah, yeah. a million, gazillion times faster and better. I believe you, mate. Millions, right. right. <laughs> I believe you. Sorry. But, right, on the back of that, and we'll talk about this a little bit, In, in the, the THQ have just released a Humble Bundle. Br-br-br- okay. Humble Bundle. Uh, and on it, right, This this no word, right, of a lie, they've got in this bundle... Uh, Saints Row the Third, Darksiders, Metro 2033, Red Faction Armageddon, Company of Heroes, Company of Heroes Opposing Fronts, and Company of Heroes Tales of Valour, right? Now, you get all of those, excluding Saints Row the Third, for anything you want to pay. If you pay over the average, you get Saints Row the Third as well, which at the moment is $5. Tonight, when I went to buy the Humble Bundle, uh, which is probably about an hour ago tops, it was at $700,000, did made so far, right? Ching! And it's already hit a million dollars in that time. In an hour, it's made an additional $300,000. And at the moment, 186,000 people have bought this bundle. Now, the indie bundles make quite a lot of money, but I don't think I've ever seen any of them get anywhere near this in such a short space of time. I mean, this thing is just crazy. I mean, but anyway... We will talk a bit more as we go through the show, because what I'll do is when we get towards the end of the show, at the end of the news section, we'll have a look at how much it is then, and then we'll have a bit of a... Yes, yeah, we'll, with $600. We'll have a bit of a chit-chat about it, but cr- just sim- literally craziness. I just cannot get over um, how much money this thing's making already for them, and it could be the way forward uh, for PC games, man. Uh, uh,
1: isn't it a coincidence that they, um, they're, they're, they're worth, like, $8 million, so they're in trouble to the HQ? So yeah. this is a bit of a desperate attempt to make some money. i tell you what, though, it might not be that desperate. It might be a stroke of genius for them. Well, yeah, but
2: see, yeah, that's yeah. The thing. we're looking at it from our perspective. Like, a million dollars, oh, my God. But it might not be that big deal for them.
1: A million dollars isn't that much. But it's a million
0: dollars I wouldn't have had. Yeah, but... There's 13 days to go. That's a million dollars in the first three or four hours. It's going to slow down, though. Oh, yeah, it will do. But I I think this will top out at a lot of money. I mean, you're just watching. It's just going up by the thousands as you're just watching. It's craziness. Uh, So, anyway, that's what's happening with that. Um, But I guess we should talk some games. So we should get into this, shouldn't we, really? Video games. Video games. That's what we're here for. Talk video games. Um, Yes, let's do that. So,
2: for a change...
0: We're going to start with Chinny.
2: Oh, snap. Yeah, let's.
1: But then I start not to. Let's do this shit, Chinny. What have you been up to? So much for not cursing. I have been playing. Well, see if you can guess the game. Okay. Okay. Go on then. Oh, do we have to just guess? I thought he was going to
0: give us some clues <laughs> of some description.
2: <laughs> it's clues.
0: Yeah. Have uh, you written it in the show notes? Because I might have already seen.
2: Ain't <laughs> hey, nobody got time for that! <laughs>
0: Have you written it in the show notes? Guess it. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, guess, hit, the hit guess the game. Hitman Absolution.
1: Guess the game's too.
2: Is it Hitman Absolution? He guessed, Hitman Absolution.
1: Guess Wha- it. The Walking Dead? See, did you put that in the you notes? Know? Yeah, I have been playing that. <laughs> um Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes, just to be easy. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was a trick question. <laughs> There's you trying to be smart against Stuart, and look where <laughs> it got you. Oh, Right, so I've been playing The, the Walking a Dead. It, oh, Harold, I wouldn't do so much of it. Episode 3, Walking Dead, I've been playing that. Yes.
0: Yeah, so what did you think?
1: Uh, I haven't finished it yet, but I got to the part where the thing and the bridge and the thing and the two people and the lorry's in the way. Right? So... Yeah, that's nearly the end. That's very Okay, I, I, I did play a bit of it, so I, I got a feeling I was near the end. Yeah. Pretty good. That was my
0: only sort of bit of the game that I was just like, oh, what do you do that for? Which is the bit where you get the the big thing that there's no way you could fit in your pocket, but there's no animation for it when they're walking back to the bridge. Have you done that bit yet? No, because I've only just stopped at the bridge. Ah, oh well, you, there's no spoilers there, but you'll get something that there's no way you could fit in. Your... There's just two people on this bridge and you
1: don't know them, they're like, cautious of you and you're cautious of them. Ah, it's very good. Well, no, it's... it's very, very good. Uh, so, yeah, they give you a like a kind of fuck you choice at the start of that episode oh, so yeah. no matter what you do here you're gonna get screwed up and yeah you can't really win in that situation because no matter what choice you make um you're gonna be you, it's a bad it's a bad way uh damned if you do and you're damned if you do damned if you do damned if you don't um yes. Yeah, so that's good I can't really say much about it to be honest because it's The Walking Dead and everybody thinks it's great and it is great and the uh, I don't know what what can you say about the Walking Dead that hasn't oh, I've said? I've got a lot to say because I've obviously finished
0: it finished it so I yeah haven't... but like the spoilers though oh, no no I can talk about it without any spoilers I can what talk how about it? how it, how it's subject and then
2: how we conversation I'll go well it wasn't a big spoiler
0: how it made me feel um, how you made me it feel, made me feel. Uh, I've got to say first of all yeah I've got to say. Oh, oh, by the way, I never got to my second confession, did I? I had a second confession. God, do it now. I know, yeah. I'll do my second confession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I said I wasn't going to buy any you other games. No, no, listen. Uh, you know, I said I wasn't going to buy any other games this year. Yes. Well, that's not going to be strictly true. Why? Well, I've got just about enough money left in my spending cash to actually buy one more, but I was going to let it roll over to next year because I was thinking, well, there's nothing else I want to buy this year. And until I saw the reviews for Far Cry Three, and then I'm like, I can't not buy this game. Really, this game's looking very good. So advertising got to you? Well, not so much advertising, but advertising like, oh, it got to you? It's potentially, and I can't—I don't think any other games have been rated higher than this this year. Isn't uh, It's, it's
1: Is that high? It's
0: currently sat on ninety-two on Metacritic. I don't think any other game has, has surpassed that this oh, year. Oh, Jesus. Ninety-two. Maybe Tom Bissell wrote a book about it. I think he would. Yeah. I think he would. But apparently, they fixed all the issues with Far Cry Two that was with you know with the respawning enemies and all that stuff are now gone, Ugh. Ugh. Uh, and just made everything else really massively better. And apparently, the story's pretty damn good as well. So, I'm I'm gonna go and buy this tomorrow. I've decided. So yeah, another confession. That's two confessions tonight. Um. And I've probably got a third one concerning The Walking Dead, really, because I did I did cry. It's fair to say, uh, really. Yeah. But funnily enough, I didn't actually cry whilst I was playing it. I sort of got a bit sort of teary after after I sort of reflected on it at the end.
1: Uh, I, I, well, if we're doing this now, I'll admit that I cried at the end of Fifty Cent Blood in the Sand. <laughs> Because you were like, I can't believe I played that game. I just thought, you know what, 50, he, he, fiddy. Uh, he's he's had a lot of problems in his life. You know what, I, I feel for the guy, you know, I feel for the guy. Sometimes, you know, you think a crystal skull is what you want, but sometimes it's not, you know.
2: Careful what you wish for when you're 50 cent. Did you hear on sorry talking about 50 cent in the restaurant? Nope. No, Nope. Everybody shut up. 50 Cent's about to say something, and it's going to be awesome. And sure enough, he didn't disappoint. He ordered the grapefruit juice, and it comes, and he says to the waiter, why isn't this purple? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to, A grown man's going to explain to 50 Cent why grapefruit juice isn't purple.
1: Man, um, what, what? That's, that's an in insight, that is. What a guy, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: has been through a lot. Yeah. He's been through a lot. And... Um, before I start talking about how anyway, getting back to Walking Dead. But also, I know, I'm just thinking <laughs> I about fifty cent for a bit. I know, yeah. Talking about <laughs> it in any depth, right. Um do you do either of you know how old the actress is who plays Clementine? Ninety seven. Um, uh
1: fourteen
0: out of seventy eight. No, seriously, how old do you think the actress hearing the voicey, etc. in I don't if you know, have, thirty. Thirty? And Duke wouldn't know because he's not even played what's potentially. Well, he probably is going to be my game of the year because I can't think of anything else that would beat him.
1: Duke's a number between 10 and 99 to keep Stu happy. Yeah.
0: yeah. She's she's 37, uh, the woman who plays Clementine.
1: 37!
0: Yeah, 37 years old. I was like, what? I thought it was a kid! Yeah, she's very good anyway. no wonder it's such a good bloody performance. It's not a kid who's playing a kid. You're saying all kids suck at acting? Well, pretty much. Bye, dick? Look, have you have you <laughs> have you played Heavy Rain? Come on. Oh yeah, true, true. Um, because I mean, well, maybe they were they were adults playing as kids. Who knows? But they were crap, regardless. Um, but yes, thirty
4: six.
0: What? Something like thirty six? Oh, you boys. Boy, what is that anyway? Something like thirty six? Does that include me? Um, 37. thirty seven. I'm thirty seven. Going to class. <laughs> Brilliant! There's a clip for everything, <laughs> That's right? That's and and what everybody knows is you see because there's no editing in this show that that was straight there on the money. There you That's go. Right. What can I say? Uh, but yes, I've got to say uh, there's a lot of people whinging right because the last episode literally lasts about an hour and a half tops. Wow. wow. So everyone's going, no, oh, what's all... Shut up. But, Shut up. Right? You can't, you, can't look... Shut up. <laughs> you can't look at it as one episode because the whole thing's about 11 and a half hours long and you're paying
1: $20 for it or 20 quid or whatever. You can't look at it as one episode because it is one episode it... of you, Stuart.
0: But, uh, All of the puzzles are gone. There is literally no puzzle. Very action-heavy, I've heard. Um, Yes, and, and, well, not really that. It's a little bit action-heavy.
1: That's the opposite of yes. You said yes first, and and then you went, not really that. That's almost the opposite of yes. (laughs) The vast majority of the episode is spent talking. If you said that, did you murder that person, and that said that (laughs) answer, you'd be in trouble. Yes, well, no, sort of.
0: (laughs) Well, it's mostly talking. There is some action, but it's mostly talking. Good talking? Very oh, good talking. Oh, good oh, talking. in talking. Nine out of ten. Oh. D- do you know what? Every other game for a story pales into... Stuck on your balls. Yeah, it pales into insignificance to this. There is really? no game that has a story. As is it obvious.
1: potential game of the year for you, Stuart?
0: If, I think it is my game of the year. I, I'm saying that right now because I don't think I have to deliberate over anything else. And I think I, uh, It's up there for me. It's
1: definitely up there for me.
0: I think it definitely will when you get to the end. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. you'll, sit there. Mm-hmm. you'll, you'll mm-hmm. sit there and you'll be feel empty, it's horrible it was funny actually I was talking to somebody at work who hasn't played it yet and I said look you've got to play it because it is just so brilliant right, I said if you like the Walking Dead the series you'll love Walking Dead the game right and they were like oh yeah, yeah and I said but it makes you feel horrible I said you finish the game and you sit there and you feel horrible because of the stuff you've done and what you had to do in the final episode so it's
1: like sleeping with a prostitute
0: Yes, it makes you feel dirty. It makes you feel like you, you did you know, stuff. And, so, okay. and Affected people or characters in the game by
1: stuff you did or stuff you... What are you st- saying, dude? You don't feel horrible after sleeping with the prostitutes? <laughs> 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 Love. I'll, I'll see you next Wednesday, yeah.
2: But <laughs> I'm saying when he never comes across the day, it's always like, Oh, I gotta go! Yeah, get back here!
0: But his response was, well, I don't know whether I want to play a game that makes me feel like that. And I said, well... I guess I could understand that to a certain extent, but it's, it's like I said, it's like watching City of God, right? Yeah, which, which is a fascinating film, but it makes you feel terrible a bit because you're all so like watching the, these people being killed and stuff happening to them, and this little kid with the biggest gun you ever saw, and you're just like, Do you know, that's really wrong in so many ways, but you can't stop watching it, can you? Because it's sort of it's, it's kind of, you've got to just see it through to the end, and it doesn't make you feel good. There's no happy endings, you know what I mean? But it's, it's a reflection on life, isn't it? And although this isn't a reflection on life in so much as, you know, there are no zombies, I guess, and there is no apocalypse. But, you know, if, if there were people in that situation and you had to make those decisions and decisions that happen... You you wouldn't want to be that person, and it's horrible. It really is. It just makes you feel horrible, but it's brilliant at the same time. It, Duke, you have got to play this. You've just got to play it.
1: I mean, I don't know what else to say, really. Do I do recommend it, Duke. Some bits of it might irritate know. you, but I, I recommend it.
2: you got to be careful, though, because I might whiplash with spite. I'm not going to play it just because you keep telling me to no, play you won't,
0: it. And you won't, do, but, I mean, you know, it's up to you. But people are calling out for a spoiler show you know, for this, and they, it would be brilliant for doing that, just to see if we all made the same decisions, or what different decisions we made, and if that had any effect on the endings, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. so, you know, I don't know what else to say, but, you know, if if there's people out there listening to this who haven't played this, then you need to play it, because you're missing out big time, and... come on, Yeah, and I just think, like, you know, I don't know how any other games, you know, are going to measure up to this going forward, and, you know, Telltale have done some pretty good games running up to this, but... Nowhere near of this caliber of storytelling, and the the voice acting is just brilliant. The writing was is just excellent. It's 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 in a league of its own, really, as far as interactive entertainment goes. And I think that's the best way to describe it, really, because it's less of a video game and more of an interactive story that you you're taking part in and affecting as you go along. But
1: yeah, interactive story.
0: Very, very good.
4: Yeah. Fellowship, fe- fellowship, brothers all around me, man, I'm always having fun.
0: So Chinny, get it finished. we and we'll do a spoiler cast without the Duke if you can't be bothered to buy it. You know? We'll just we'll just do that shit. And we'll get someone else in who's finished it and you know, we'll just have someone else. So, Chinny, what else have you been up to?
1: Um, I've been playing Ass Creed 3. Alright, okay. And how's that going? Um, I am around about, let's have a look how many hours I've clocked into this, bitch. I said, bitch! Right, uh, so, I've clocked in 35 hours so far.
0: Wow, that's a fair amount of time.
1: Boom! Shit. Pretty much every um, moment of my gaming time has been dedicated to this for the last three weeks or so. So, um, yes, it's a very good game. As it goes on, it gets better because you start to learn the systems more. Today, for example, I'd learned how to trade. Yay! It took me fucking ages to learn how to trade. How could it take you 35 hours to learn how to trade in a game? It doesn't take me 35 hours to learn how to trade. It takes me it takes 35 hours of game time for me to kind of get my head around the trading system because a lot of the side missions interact with each other. For example, there's homestead missions so you can build your homestead. So you have a blacksmith, some bitch that hunts things, uh, some guy that mines shit, um, some couple that's trying to have a baby and grow crops, all that. But they make stuff that you can trade. But to trade, you need to craft stuff. Um, So you have to craft it, but then you have to send a convoy to send it out to other states to trade it but you can only get convoys if you unlock all if you complete all the missions with your assassins guild so you got to complete all your assassins guild missions like you know when you send out your assassins to missions yeah yeah, that? i do so you, you, you complete an area once you complete an area you get a convoy all right so you get a convoy and then you can trade money ah, brilliant you see i remember that but i never did any of it so it's good but you don't have to do it it's not forced upon you. Um, you could fly through the game, no problem. Duke, I do recommend that if you were to play Assassin's Creed 3, fly through the main story. Do a couple of the peg-leg missions, but mainly fly through it. Yeah. Um, because uh, it's, uh, I, I don't think you could put up with the rest. I've been collecting all the feathers, all the peg-leg trinkets, um all the... There's these little pages that get blown around by um, Benjamin Franklin's little page, old mac pages. Um, yeah, so... Uh, that's pretty good. It's it's. I'm kind of learning the system now. It's just very complicated. It doesn't introduce it very well. That's my main complaint. It just doesn't introduce how the systems work, how the naval missions work, how the peg leg tricklets work, how you know the training works. Apart from that, it's a great game. Uh, the other weird thing about the game is um, now and again you get a glitch. You know, like a character will walk through another character in the, in the middle of a cutscene. Um, or other ones. There's other ones as well. Oh yeah, the, the mission that I was doing today. Uh, there's a homestead mission where there's this, these guys are trying to break into a woman's house. Um, are we all still here? Yes, we're listening. We're listening
0: Fantastic. raptly to Fantastic. your
1: description of this game. Fantastic. Or distracted? No, I'm not. I'm not distracted right. at all. I'm listening. So everyone's trying to get into this bitch's house, right? <laughs> And we all, from the homestead, go, Oh, someone's, someone's trying to get in this bitch's house. Um, is that exactly that? what
0: the dialogue is in the game? Word for word. right? We so go, we...
1: We're getting this bitch's house. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I can't remember her name. I think it was Mary Poppins. Or but whatever. she was
0: a bitch. That's so, for Mary, sure.
1: Let's call her Mary Poppins. <laughs> uh, so, we all go out to Mary Poppins' house. Um... And these guys are trying to break in, and, like, some are trying to bash through the front door, some are trying to go through the windows, and eat the door, and the windows have, like, an energy bar, so you don't want to... You want to get the people off them, basically. But, because in the old Assassin's Creed, to get into combat mode, you hold the left trigger, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this one, you don't do that. It took away that. So you kind of automatically go in and out of combat mode. Um... Which hasn't been a problem so far until this mission, because when you walk up to the people that are trying to bang down the door, the game doesn't know that you're in combat mode, and every time you try and punch them, because you can't kill them with a knife or a blade, he just, like, kind of punches his own hand, the palm of his own hand. Right. So you just can't do anything with them, and they're just breaking the door down, and you just can't do it. So It, it, it breaks the mission, pretty much. Right. But, eventually I did it. Um, it just takes a bit of Couple of it took me about like I don't know five, six, seven goes, something like that, to do it, Uh, which was really annoying. That's the only like part of the game that was I found really annoying. You know the naval missions when you're in the ship are just fantastic, Uh, and that's got its own story arc. All the naval missions have their own kind of little. There's some side missions in there, and there's the main missions in the in the with the naval stuff, and and it all builds up to you catching this one ship. And you're trying to chase it throughout the different missions and you just get away. Um, and then at the end, you know, finally you, you get it. And it's awesome because you can... The big ships, right, you don't want to take them down. You don't want to use your cannonballs. You want to use your chain balls because your chain balls will fuck up their sails and basically bring this boat to a halt. And then you park your boat next to their boat and then you board their ship and fuck shit up. So it's just brilliant. Um you, i think you're gonna like it i think like me you're gonna have a lot of niggles with it duke if you just play the missions you'll probably just find it perfectly fine um it's a game you know it's, it's a game without it. it's it's got some flaws uh it's definitely a game i'll i'll vouch for that <laughs> it's a um, game <laughs> but uh it's it's fun you know it's 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 still assassin's creed um it took a bit of getting used to it at the start uh now i feel like i'm getting to the end I'm really enjoying it and I kind of look forward to playing it. It hasn't been a chore to play it, you know, like, um, say, I know, let's not get into this debate, Stu, but Azura's Wrath, for example, yeah, for yep, me, yep, yep. every Uh-oh. time I went back to it, it, it felt like a chore, you know what I mean? Um, so it, it doesn't feel like I have to grind my way through it or anything. It just, I just breeze through it and it's great and I love it. So, yeah, it's great. So let me just ask you a question. So you're 35 hours in. That's correct. How long
0: do you think you've got to go to the end of the story missions, then? If I went from story mission straight
1: on now, um, I'd, probably, I'd probably have about three, four hours, I reckon.
0: Right, so it'll take you to nearly 40 hours, but you've been doing a lot of the side stuff there's as
1: well. There's still some stuff to do. I'm just trying to think what there is to do. Um, I've got a few Homestead stuff to do, uh, and there's a few... Look, I haven't done any of the hunting missions... Yeah. Uh in in the frontier section there's these hunting missions that you can do and I haven't really touched any of those. So I, I could still do those. Um and I think the game expects you to do them all slowly at the same time, but I I don't know, I just I just kind of blitzed one bit and then moved on to another, I don't know. Uh I don't know if I'm going to finish those hunting missions now. I just find them a bit boring because what you have to do is go to the area, the general area where the mission is, and yep. then this like big circle will appear on the mini map, and then you have to find clues in the circle. So you come across, it and it has got a big magnifying glass hanging over it. So it's they're easy to find pretty much. And you press B, and he looks at the ground, and he goes, "Hmm, bloodstones." All right, and it, the the circle, you know, gets smaller until you find it. And sometimes you have to chase. And there's this one oh there's this cougar, and you have to chase him, right? And I don't know if you've ever tried to chase a cougar. Uh, Duke and Shoe I can't say them, as I've ever had. I, I ball imagine ball. cougars are pretty fast, faster yeah. than me, anyway. Can you so hear I've me t- I'm coming through? So I, I, I chased. Yes, I you, yeah, you. yeah, oh. yes, yes, yes. We can hear you.
2: Someone was laughing hilariously at my joke, so I thought nobody would heard it. What was, jo- what was the joke?
0: Yeah, we obviously uh, didn't pub. hear that.
2: <laughs> older women. What? What? See, you can't hear me. We can uh, We can what? I was at a pub one time with some older women.
0: Yeah. Is that Wait. it?
2: Because <laughs> Cougar... Forget it. Moving oh, on. Oh, sorry. Cougar
0: isn't really like a thing in, in the no, UK. No, that's an American thing. Fine, whatever. What did he call them in the UK? We do have a name for those, don't we? Um, Old Slags. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, carry on. <laughs> uh <laughs> right, that's a, also that's uh, a name for the show Loose Women.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah, so. <laughs> there's a show in the UK too, called Loose uh, Women, and it's a load of kind of middle aged to old women going on about. I don't know. Stuff. Some, some bullshit, that night. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, where was I? <laughs> I don't know anymore. Cougars, you were chasing a cougar. I was chasing a cougar, right, and I was chasing it and chasing and chasing it. I couldn't get it, right. I was like, "Fuck this!" Shot it, <laughs> right? Bang. Good night, cougar. Um, like, if you shoot an animal, because like, you have to skin. Them. This is oh, this is bullshit, right? <laughs> so every time you kill an animal, you have to skin it. And he goes, g- 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 g. I don't know." He speaks in some weird language. What? Right, so, yeah, he's, he's 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 half Native American, isn't he? Right? He sounded half robot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he okay <laughs> if you're native american then why don't, are you listening to the show uh, um, but. <laughs> no offense so he, he skins these animals and he does some speech uh every time he does it in a different language and yeah but the problem is if you don't skin the animal and you walk away from about two or three it goes uh desynchronized connor always skinned animals after who killed them oh for fuck are you what? kidding are you kidding me? Imagine you have to skin every animal you killed in Red Dead Redemption. God damn, that would just be a bore, like. Luckily though, when you skin animals, you can skip it, and it's pretty quick, so that's not too much of a bother. Um, yeah. So, and if you if you shoot an animal, like the you don't get as much stuff from it. It says it's not a pure kill. You know, if you if you kill it with a blade or something, so. Eh. Okay. Um, not really interested in the whole hunting missions. Um, I'm trying to think, trying to think, trying to think. Uh, yeah, but I don't know, there's there's lots of like niggly things that I think you'll find with it, especially you, Steve, you know, you'll look like, kind of uh, like, Well, I know I'm a niggly person. <laughs> um, there's lots of dumb things with the story as well. Like I'm, I'm you know, the Desmond story so dull, and like you, you have to go out on missions now and again as in, as Desmond, right? And there's one moment where your dad's with you. Who's voiced by the guy from season two of Breaking Bad? The guy that goes crazy. Oh, movie. now that's a great show. That is. Yep. Um, have you? What season are you on? Uh, I'm still on season one. Right. Well, in season two, uh, there's a girl called Jane in it. Right. Um, I, I don't worry. I'm gonna spoil it. Don't spoil it, man. Everybody dies. Um, so, oh. so there's this girl called Jane in it, and her dad, is played by your father in Assassin's Creed. Fun fact. Trivia fact for everyone. Anyway, this father, right, you, you go out on, on all these missions as Desmond, right, and then the one that pops up, that's at the, um what's the, what's the name of the, I don't know, the Templar's, like, HQ, right? He's like, we've got to go to the Templar HQ. And the father's like, don't worry, son, I'll go on my own. I'll be fine. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure you will. Um, of course, the next mission, I have to rescue his stupid ass. Uh, what else was there? There's some like stupid mini games. There's loads of games like bowls and like a weird kind of version of Go um, in in the game. Uh, there was a funny moment in the game where I put an axe in one of the guy's head and he didn't die. Weird. He just had an axe sticking out of his head. He was obviously very tough. He was tough. He was one of the big. Was guys. it Was it Vinnie Jones? No. Uh, so. Uh, if I was to give it a score out of 10, I'd give it about... I don't know. We don't do out of 10, we do out of... Five stars, five you stars. You haven't listened to my score yet?
0: Yeah, true, it'd be a seven.
1: Out of 10, I'd give it four <laughs> envelopes out of... I don't know. I was going to say, you never do scores. I don't know. It doesn't matter what um, if I was score. If I was going to score it out of five, I'd give it a, like I I don't know. Three elephants. Whatever. <laughs> um... It's a decent game, which is what I'm saying. Video games. Video games. Um, just before
0: we move on, uh, hello to David Tripney. See, he wanted a live hello, but he's not really live. But I guess when he's listening to the show, we go, oh, that's when I put my tweet. But it's not quite. It's 14 minutes ago because we've been talking since he put his tweet up. But there you go, live hello. And there's a few more shout outs we'll be doing later. Because uh, Ginny's put, do wants a shout out, um, and nearly everyone's put is stew recording the show. So there you go. Uh, so yeah, Dad, live hello for you, David. There you go, a special one for you. Um, well, I've I've done half of mine, so I might as well do the other one. I've only played one other game, really. Well, two, but I won't talk about one of them very much. Um, I got Hitman Absolution. Hitman. So as you know, as you know, I haven't really ever played a Hitman game before, so. I've got an idea what to expect because obviously
1: I know what Hitman is. Bills, what... shit dress up in stupid clothes, get, right. get all of that. Watching the enemy do some stuff and then get, get all it of that, got all that, check, got it. done all check. that, bang. Um,
0: but obviously, you know, I played this at Eurogamer. wasn't overly impressed. You know, two games crashed on me, so it wasn't it wasn't a good start. It's, this game has not started well for me. He to
3: said, "Me." Next.
0: So I thought, you know what? I'll get the full game. They probably, you know, be a better build because the demo was probably from ages ago. So that'll not, you know, there won't be any crashes or any glitchy stuff in this game. You know, so it should be fine. it will be fine. Be fine. Not quite. Not quite. Right. So I start the game off. Right. First things first. You're a hitman, right? That's what you do. You're a hitman. So in the very first mission in the game, what do you think the end of the mission would involve you doing? Killing someone, killing someone, wouldn't you? Well, it sort of does, but you don't do the killing. The game takes over for you, <laughs> which I can understand because from the story point of view, it had to do it. But from a game player's point of view, it was like it was a bit like you. You basically get to a door to the room where you have to take do the hit. As soon as you open the door, it goes straight to a cutscene, um, and you have no involvement. Right? Okay. some sort of spoilers. Okay, this sort of spoiler. I'll not tell you who or what or anything, but it's a woman, right? So you you kill a woman. The woman is in a shower with a glass screen. Okay? So there's a woman, (laughs) shower, glass screen. Nothing else in the room. Just a a cross. that
2: violence once again, then.
0: Yeah, nothing else in the room. She's having a shower, right? Got her back to you. Okay. Turns around. You do the shooty-shooty stuff, right? She dies. When it cuts to you over the body... She's either suddenly got a large blanket on her, covering her up, or a shower curtain that's appeared from absolutely nowhere. So? Yeah, but why? Why? She was in a glass screen shower, there was no towel, and there was certainly no shower curtain or whatever.
2: They left out a little detail when they were making the scene. No, they didn't leave out a detail. They went, oh, we can't
0: show a nude body in the game. We need to cover her up somehow. How can we do that? Please
2: stop whining
0: about minor aesthetic Right, okay, if you were watching a film... Right, right, and someone oh, shot someone in a oh, shower with a glass I, screen, and then on the next scene, it showed him on the floor covered in a freaking curtain that wasn't there. What would you be doing? You'd be going,
2: "What the fuck's right. all about?" I agree, it's an inconsistency. I don't consider it a major inconsistency. It sounds stupid. Yeah, but... it does. yeah, okay,
0: okay. We've got the strip club that's, thing again. That's right? what I'm saying. We've got the strip club thing in the game with the women with the black crosses on the nipples again.
2: Right, and I'm violence then.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, but you can stab someone in the neck with a filleting knife and twist it and blood squirts out everywhere, but you can't show a freaking nipple. Tell
1: what? You what,
0: <sighs> there you are. What is that all about?
1: There you are. No digital
0: know. nipples, but you can strangle people with a garrote. See can... where there is digital the nipples. Yeah, what's that? Far Cry 3. Witcher 2, there's plenty of digital nipples in that game. Far Cry 3, there's a nipple.
2: I yeah. I'm so excited about digital nipples. Bothered, no, I'm not
0: bothered about it, but right, if you if you am bothered about it. We, it, but, f- it gives a shit. It's just ridiculous, though, because if you went to a freaking strip club in real life, they wouldn't have black tape on the nipples, would they? Well,
2: I would No, I don't go to a lot of strip clubs, no, but... but that, it, it, I'm not bothered about seeing
0: digital nipples, but it pisses me off, because it's a, it's a video game, we're mature, we can see a digital freaking nipple. If you yeah. go to Spain on holiday, you'll see so many nipples, you won't well know what to do with them. too. <laughs>
1: you you get
0: it. angry
1: about the wrong things.
0: I know. Anyway, that's, so. Right, I'll, get, I'll tell you what, what irritates me about the right things now. Okay. I'm doing a mission. There's okay. no
1: cock in the
0: game. There is definitely no cock. It is not a rock star game. So, okay, I'm doing a mission. And, and obviously, there's multiple ways of getting to your goal, you know, doing your goal. Okay. Now, in one of the missions, I went into a bathroom and I found some sleeping pills. Right. They're like, huh, oh, that'll be handy. So there'll be some, the target, so I'm watching the target, the target goes over and there's a, like a prompt and he says, look, he's drinking his coffee. Right? So there's a coffee cup on the counter and every time he walks up to the coffee cup, he takes a drink of the coffee cup, puts it down, walks off, two minutes later he walks back up, has another drink and so on and so forth. He's like on a, obviously on a replay thing, on a loop. Right? Which is what Hitman's all about so I'm fine with that. Except for when he comes up, lifts up the coffee cup to take a drink and then it stays suspended in mid air right, which for some reason breaks his loop, and he never comes near it again, and you can't interact with it and put the sleeping pills in it so it's a glitch it's a glitch Very it's annoying. a glitch, but it doesn't matter because there's other ways of doing the the mission and, and but again, it's just so funny, right, So I disguise myself as a chef, right, and the uh-huh. thing if you dressed as other staff members within the area, they'll be more suspicious of you if you dress like them. If you dress as someone that looks nothing like them, right, then they won't be suspicious at all, because you don't right because you don't work with them directly. They won't right. So I'm in a private. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I like the mechanic, right? But again, right, I'm in a private house, right, where this guy presumably knows all of his staff, right? I kill the chef, stuff his like body in a freezer. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Dress up as him. No chef's hat and nothing, right? Walk into the main living area where the target is and all these, all these bodyguards and everything, right? Dressed as a chef, with a bald head. I'm about six foot six, built like a brick shithouse, and I've got a tattoo of a barcode on the back of my head. Right. Nobody bats an eyelid. Not a single person confronts me and goes. I just thought, oh, you know. replacement sh- substitute chef. Yeah, with a looks like Arda's oh, nails with a barcode tattooed. Maybe it works out. Do you know what I mean? And that happens all the time in the game. There was another scene where I had to dress up as a barber, right, and trick someone into having the uh, having the haircut, but they didn't obviously get a haircut. Oh
1: dear! And what did they get like a
0: close shave. Well, they may have done. I didn't. I wasn't allowed to kill them. Part of the mission involved me not killing them, right? Okay. But so you
1: ha- you killed them, right?
0: No, 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 no. Right, but you have to get him to an exit point, right? So on the map. So I dragged the body upstairs. So I knocked him out, dragged him up the stairs to a second-story window that was probably, if it was real life, would be about thirty feet from the floor. Okay. Right? And then I went back down, and there was a guard, so I sat underneath. So I sneaked up on him, killed him, got rid of his body, and hid it. Right. Then I went back up to the the room where I'd obviously put him, chucked him through the window. Right. Which, bearing in mind, if it was real life, was thirty feet up. And, and I thought at that point, I, my first thought was, I'm going to try to see what happens. But I'm assuming it'll go, you killed the target, you'll have to start again or whatever. No, it was fine. Threw him out the window, dragged his body to the exit. And he was, he was fine. He was still just knocked out. There was nothing wrong with him. He didn't have fucking arms or legs. He, he was just fine. Uh, <laughs> so so then, right, the next I still scene... I don't know what your issue is. <laughs> the next scene, right, so I drag his body outside, and then then he goes to a cutscene, you stuff him in a boot, and you take him in the middle of the desert to get some info. There's, there's a few spoilers here, I have to say. <laughs> right, so you have to get some information of him, and he's digging his own grave, Right. right. Morning. for that shit so he's digging it's nothing to do with the story i guess but you know and you'll, it'll not make any sense unless you play it. but he's digging his own grave right so you're still there going you need to give me the information or whatever and he's digging away and he's obviously shitting himself because he and he's he's burr away he's burr to the waist so he's only got pants on right And nothing on his top half so i'm like you know, that's fine, he's digging and you're sort of questioning him and he's getting more scared because he thinks you have got to kill him, whatever. And then in the end, he blurbs all his guts out and tells you what you need to know, so that's fine. And then it goes to the gameplay, so it goes from the cutscene to gameplay, and he clambers out the hole and does a runner, right? In the back of the car, there's a sniper rifle, a shotgun, a normal gun, a snub nose, a silence weapon, right? So there's all these different weapons to choose from. So I'm, like, oh, I'm going to go with a sniper rifle. So I picks up the sniper rifle, starts following him right into the desert. So he's got nothing. Right? He's nothing. He's completely unarmed. He's just in his burr, wasted, whatever. Right? Nothing on him. Um. Anyway, so I go and and then I sort of points the gun at him. He's going, no, no, don't kill me, don't give me, don't give me, right? And I thought, you know what? I'm going to let him live. I'm going to let him live and see what happens. I'm so, going to go, yeah, see if it see if it affects the game later on that he comes back and you know causes me issues or whatever. So I starts walking towards the car, right, to get in the car and drive off. Next thing, bing, 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 and there's like bullets flying around my head, right? So I turns around, and he's shooting at me with a gun that he's presumably pulled out of his ass, right? Because I have no idea where he got a gun from. Where the hell uh, f- you
2: know, did he get a gun? He's pulled out of his ass, Right, and I'm just like... It's almost like, right, because I
0: was going to let him live, and then the game's like, no, 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 we want you to kill him, so here's a reason to do it. Let's, let's make him shoot at you for a bit. So I did, I, I popped him. But after that. I popped him. I popped him in the head. But... It's stuff like that that annoys me because I'm just like, why? Why did he have to do? Why did the game have to do that? Why did it have to give me an excuse to kill him? Because I wouldn't let him live, and then he started shooting at me. Well, you can't let someone live with a shooting at you, can you? Wait,
1: let he, live. Chose, he chose. his own fight, Okay.
0: No, he did. But but where did the gun come from? Out of his pants? Where was the gun? It's have you
1: found it on the floor?
0: Uh, there was no guns on the floor. He's in. Yeah, figure...
1: there was a gun There's on the a... floor. You was, just didn't. Look, you just didn't see it. So anyway, that all being
0: said, right? I'm kind of enjoying it. Oh god, so I need to that. Uh,
2: the the enjoyment is just bubbling out of you. I know. Why <laughs> there,
1: and why aren't there more nipples? <laughs> talk about 90% is how you hate, hate, hate all the little things and 10% is how you like it.
0: <laughs> but I didn't, right? I didn't start out enjoying it at all for the first maybe hour or two. Oh,
1: it is like Assassin's Creed.
0: It is. For the first hour or two, I was just, this is just, and a lot of that stupid stuff happens near the beginning. So I was like, Egh. so I was going annoyed. but I'll th- tell you what, there is some fun in uh, the amount of times I've restarted a level just to see how I can do it in a different way. Uh, it's been kind of fun, and, and I'm enjoying it. And if I get cock up, I'm like, no, I'm going to restart because I don't want to get found out or whatever. And you can finish the, the levels in this game if you get found out, You can, but I'm not playing on stupid hard like uh, Greg is. I'm playing on easy. But even on easy, the, the, all the same stuff applies. I think it just gives you more health and stuff like that so you don't get killed as quickly. And maybe they don't get alerted as quick if you're dressed up. So I think mean, it's still it's still a fairly good challenge to be had there with it, even on easy, I would have said. Uh, but there's a lot of fun to be had. For instance, you know, just to give you an example of how I killed somebody, I noticed that one of the targets was going up and having a piss next to a wall every now and again.
1: Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. And there was an electricity.
1: Maybe he just drank a lot of
0: water. Well, Maybe. Um, but I'm not bothered. That doesn't bother me at all because that's the game, isn't it? You're watching patterns and working out when to make your move, and and they don't really veer too much from the patterns. And the other thing it does, which I thought was kind of good, you know, in like for instance, in in other stealth games, sometimes you'll alert the guards, and then if you hide for long enough, they they just go back to whatever they were doing, even if there's a dead body there or whatever. Uh, and the less alert. in this game, that doesn't seem to happen. They're right. still looking for you. Whatever happens, yeah. So
1: that, I like that, I like that about
0: it. It makes it a bit more challenging. But anyway, there's a guy taking a piss next to a wall. So i so is he taking the piss, Joe? He's taking a piss. And then there's this electricity thing next to the wall on the opposite side, that ah. sort of arcing and sort of spluttering all the time. Oh. And on the other side, there's an electricity box. Right. So I sabotaged the electricity box, and the, the electricity started arcing to where he was taking a piss. And when he took a piss, he got electrocuted, which I thought was kind of funny. So, you know, there is there is definitely some creativity to be had, but it's all preordained. You know, you can either do it this way or this way. If you get the right stuff, you can do it. Whereas with sort of Dishonored, there was more fluidity and more options that you could create yourself. In this, it's created for you if you figure out what to do, whereas I felt like Dishonored did it a lot better because it was just more... You could leave them alive. You could do it this way. You could do it. There was lots of different ways you could do it in Dishonored. It just doesn't feel quite as fluid or as versatile as as Dishonored was in its systems. But I am enjoying it. I think I'll I'll play it till the end. And I, and the story's pretty good. The voice acting is really excellent. The the graphics are fantastic. It looks great. It looks looks really great. So if you can get over the niggly stuff, you know, and the annoying things that happen, which and, I can. Yeah, and the story stuff and the fact you can chuck people from big windows and they don't even have any injuries. Um then you'll be fine with it. I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy it, Chini. I think you'll like it.
1: Yeah, I think I will.
0: Yeah. Uh Marsh has finished this and he, he loved it. Yeah. He? I didn't think I was gonna like it, I didn't. But I am enjoying it, you know, and I will I will play it to the end. I mean, interestingly, the weird thing is though, there's some uh there's some on the Metacritics on the Metacritics gotta say this, Xbox three sixty magazine UK gave it a hundred, gave it a ten out of ten and G4 TV really? out of 10. And I'm sorry, In you know, look, it's it's good, and I'm enjoying it, right? And I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad game by any means. It isn't. And, uh, you know, I, I know I've made a, a lot about the, the issues and the things that have annoyed me. But you didn't
2: mean any of it, people. Don't but, pay attention to any of that.
0: But overall, I am really enjoying it, and I think it's a fun game, and there's some fun to be had. I mean, I've, never, I've always said, oh, I'm not really into stealth games, but do you know what? I think I kind of am, even though I didn't really think I was. Yes, yes you are. You know, even I think I was. um So, yeah, I mean, they did like 10 out of 10. And then people are calling them out, going, oh, I guess you've been uh, dusting off the Doritos or, you know, Mountain Dew or whatever. So there's a lot of comments regarding that. And, and so much so that the person who wrote the review felt that they had to reply to them, you know, because people were accusing them of being paid off to give it a good review. You know,
1: he actually said, bit, "You know that more about if that person just really, really enjoyed it." it yeah, exactly. But, it right. but they shouldn't feel the re- the need to actually. Like, you shouldn't have to like go, "Oh, blah, blah. just like that's my score, bitches." Get on with it.
0: I mean, first of all, they said at whoever, or oh, we really liked it." How about that, right? And then someone else him some more, some more grief, more Doritos in an eight-year-old's birthday party and stuff like. Right. that. And then they felt any side. no, we really just really liked it. We played it for damn thing for 80 hours. If our opinion differs to others, it's because we played it differently to others. Thanks for the support, right? And then someone else gave them some more grief, and then they went, play it, and then come back to us and talk to us. I mean, really play it. Don't bumble through the story mode on easy or do all the challenges. Set up devious contracts. Do every one of the game's amazing 200-plus signature kills. Then come back, and we'll have a chat about how good the game is. And they got they obviously, they were getting annoyed. They really shouldn't have done that. You but know but
1: like it must be frustrating, like a lot of people say, "Oh, you know, how could you give that game a review score before the games come out and they've not even played it? That must be very annoying, yeah, but i I guess it is but but on all
0: the sort of technical glitches I've found so far, it can't be a perfect, and it can't be if there's an issue, it can't be a ten, and I can't be the it ab-
1: doesn't mean perfect."
0: Cause it does. If you give something a ten out of ten, it's perfect. Uh, Cause it... nah. Look, you can't give something ten out of ten and then go. Actually, it's ten out of ten, which is the highest score you can have out of ten. But actually, it's not that good. But I don't think ten
2: should mean perfect. Yeah, but but what else? How else could you view that? It's that between. It's, it's between nine point five and ten. That's what it means. It doesn't. A ten is a ten. Is a ten. That'd be a nine
0: and a half or a nine and three quarters. Or a 9 and 7 A's. Or a 9 and 9, 16. So whatever. We get it. We get it. But I think
2: 100 is 100 and 95 is a
1: 95.
2: No, but a 10's a 10. Fine, but a 10's a 10.
1: But think... a 10 mean perfect, in my opinion. I don't think any game could be perfect. How can a game be perfect? Yeah, but then it can't be a 10. Well, there's no point in using any rating score
2: because a 5 is perfect. 5 out of 5 is perfect?
0: Well, you'd have to say if that's the maximum it could score, then it's got to be perfect.
2: So nah. there's no using numbers to describe games then. No, there isn't. There never has been. But fine, then let's never do it.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> why I gave Assassin's Creed five tissues and nine elephants. Exactly, but you know, uh, you know, don't defend, don't defend, don't don't rise to Don't rise to them. Um, so that's it for me. But yeah, I'm, I'm enjoyed it. Oh, sorry. The only other thing I did play, uh, just for anyone who knows or doesn't know, as a PS3. Um, SingStar is free now on the PS3
2: oh thank god So there's an actual app
0: and you just download it and it's the actual game and then you just buy the tracks you want to sing which is kind of cool so I thought, I'll give this a whirl, because I've got it on disc, but I thought, I'll download the app, see what it's like. And it's exactly the same, basically. But they have added some cool thing- features in that weren't in the disc version of it. So, for instance, in the disc version, if you wanted to buy any other tracks, you had to go to the store. Now, it may have been up- updated since then. In this, you can just hit a button in your playlist, and it automatically transfers you to the store, and you see the exact same thing as your playlist. And you can just pick the songs you want to buy, and that's it. And it just checks you out, and it's a, it's a lot slicker. Um, but yeah, it's good. We had some fun singing at the weekend, and that's about it, really. So, over to you, Juke. What have you been up to?
2: Uh, hang on, let me look at my notes. Oh, yeah, so I've been playing Oblivion, and uh, they... Uh... <laughs> no, carry on, though.
0: Look, someone in the in the twitters said, look, let Juke talk about old games if he wants to, so away you go. May I? Yeah, of course you may. You can talk about whatever you like. Everyone just keeps giving me grief for giving you grief. Uh,
2: you want me to start talking about it? Talk about whatever you like. Just go, go for it. Okay. <laughs> um, so don't sound so shocked. Just get on with it before I change my mind. Shocked. I'm tired and sick. Yeah, get on with it, It's The usual energy I normally have. Just get <laughs> on with it. I'm trying to get on with it. You keep telling me to get on with it. Why don't you shut up and let me talk?
1: You keep interrupting him. I know. I feel we telling him to to get on with it. So, Stu, he sounds. Rough. Shut up. I know. Go, go. Shut the hell up. There I decided I wanted a house
2: in Oblivion, but the houses all cost money, and I don't have time to save Ain't nobody got time for that. So what I decided to do was to go and find a mod that would give me a house. So I found this website called Oblivion Real Estate, and it's the most ridiculous website in the world. I realized that I was shopping for a house on a website for a (laughs) video game. It's the most (laughs) pathetic thing I've ever done in my life. (laughs) And the thing is that uh, Oblivion Real Estate, O-R-E, has sections in it like... Large, free, medium, free, small, free, large, purchase, medium, purchase, small, purchase, large, quest, medium, quest, small, quest. So at first I bought one that was medium. I don't need an ostentatious large house. I'll get a medium house for free. And then I did, and I got it, and I went in. And it's an awesome house. It's called the Imperial Manor. And it's sort of got a little bit of a story because it's like, okay, the dude was kicked out of the uh, Magic place, mages guild, the magic place.
0: The magic place.
2: (laughs) Yeah, my brain's working real well today. (laughs) Um, Apologies for the way I sound, by the way. I know I sound ridiculous, but whatever. That's my life.
0: You always (laughs) sound ridiculous. We're used
2: to that. I know. But anyway, (laughs) so... um, so I went in and the place was, you know, the dude abandoned it. I don't know what the, why the dude wasn't there. I thought I should have to fight a magic user because there's a dude there. Uh, is, all his stuff is there. And it's a really nice house. There's bookshelves everywhere and it looks gorgeous. And, and then I was like, it seems a little cheap for me to be able to just waltz in. And now it's my house, you know what I mean? So I went to find one that has a quest attached to it where you have to solve the quest before you get the house. So I'm doing that right now. and it's cool. is, is
0: that the haunted house? That's the best one.
2: No, that's the one in the game. That's the vanilla house. Yeah. Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that house. but um, That was uh, my
0: favorite because you you have the secret room at the bottom.
2: You have the secret room, and it is a cool quest, but you have to buy that house. It's 5,000 septums, and I ain't got that kind of money. Yeah, it wasn't so, a lot, but
0: in the scheme of houses in the game, it wasn't that expensive, was well, it? Oh, it's the, the, the
2: cheapest game. one in the game, because yeah. it's all haunted. Yeah. Jack wouldn't wipe his ass with, with six. five thousand septums.
0: But once you get rid
1: of them ghosts, it's a cool house.
2: It is a cool house, there's no doubt about it, but it's not as cool as these houses on what's ORE. It,
1: what's it like playing a game that was released in 2005 today?
2: Uh, it's great. It it still plays well, and it, uh, it looks good. Sorry, the phone's ringing. I'm trying to... Uh, not make the sound, whatever. Um, it's it's laggy. It's uh, I tried to put in a mod that would make it look better, but it only makes it look a tiny bit better, and it really slows down the frame rate. So I was like, screw it. Okay.
0: But that yeah. could potentially, no offense, but that could potentially be more your computer than it could be the game.
2: Sure, it's my computer. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. But I yeah. thought old game plus you know graphics mod equals it'll be all right, but it's not. So uh, anyway. Can I, I just
0: ask on this on the side note? You know when you get your free house. Yes. Where does he put well, it?
2: Well, different houses appear in different places. That's the thing is that the mod, people who mod these games, they have to – Sometimes some of them use assets that are already there, and some of them create new assets. So there are some – so, for instance, you can't – okay, when you, when you create a mod, and I don't know much about it. We should get Big Bag Daddy on to talk about it because he's done mods for Skyrim. But when you – when you make a mod, like if you make a house in Oblivion, you you can use some of the cells in the game, you know what I mean? Like parts of the world, or right. you make like a portal into a new place. Like there is this one mod for a house, it's a spaceship. Huh? For Oblivion. And I'm like, True. what the fuck is that? It's ridiculous. No, that's
0: cool, that is. <laughs>
2: You might think it's, quite, think it's ridiculous. It doesn't match at all. It shouldn't be there, man. So,
0: other other houses in the towns, then, or are some of them just in the middle of the countryside.
2: It's hard to put them in a town because the town real estate is already split up pretty carefully. Okay. And so whatever I mean but there are there was one that I saw that was they made this new little village and there's a whole new village now and you could go and I mean it's not much to it it's a shop and there's a few people and the thing that kind of bugs me is that there's you know in this new village there's a bunch of new people but when you go talk to them they don't have anything to say. So I'm like, why even bother making these new people? But that reminds me of another mod I added to Oblivion, which is called the Busy Roads mod or something like that. And what it does is it, it you know, in Skyrim when you're traveling around, one of the things I miss about Skyrim well, now that I'm playing Oblivion is that the, the world of Skyrim feels very alive because you'll come across people all the time who are, you know, like there's an old orc who's been kicked out of his tribe and now he has to wait to die. And he challenges you to a fight and stuff. Or there'll be bandits who, you know, are like, hey, or, or the dude comes and he's like, here, hide these boots. And then he runs off. And then some other guy comes up and goes, you see a guy who took my boots and he's all barefoot. And you can either tell him where, you know, here's your boots or you can tell him where the thief went or you can kill the dude or whatever. And I just really like that. So there's nothing that it will go into that much depth in Oblivion mods. But there are some mods that will just put more people on the roads, which at least makes it feel like it's more of an alive world. Yeah. So. I mean, Can I ask you have, you,
0: have you done the Shivering Isles yet?
2: Not yet. I still haven't done that.
0: God, you've got to do that. You'd really enjoy it.
2: Apparently, everyone says that's the best DLC ever, and it's you know really good add-on. But I'm busy playing with houses.
0: But on the, honestly, um, it's it's excellent. The Shivering Isles is just fantastic. It's a story, the mission, the extra missions that are within that. There's another about another thirty hours of game in in the Shivering Isles, I, Isles alone. I will
2: what? play it. I mean, you know. I'm really, I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm into this oblivion thing. And the thing is, when I went back to it, because I remember the thing people were complaining about with oblivion was, uh, okay, so you have, when you level up, the monsters level up with you, right? And I was, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, cause I was having trouble killing this one witch in a cave or something. And I was like, okay, but if I level up and I go back to that cave, she's gonna be leveling up with me. So how am I ever gonna be able to defeat her? No, we, if, you,
0: if, you, you sort of get the, the you get enough sort of magic stuff and weaponry and armor to, to defeat that sort of issue. So you.
2: I went back a few levels later and I killed her without too much trouble. So I, I was like, okay, I'm making progress. I think people make a big deal out of that. And they're like, what's up with this leveling monsters, man? I'm like, whatever. It's...
0: Well, it, that's fine until you try and beat the Knight of Umbra. Uh, she's kind of funky.
2: I don't remember that. but
0: She's like... she's in she's actually not far. You know where the cheap hut is on the, on the edge of the main city? You know, your first house that you normally buy is that a shed? I shed. Well, there's like a said, The cheapest house in the game is on the edge of the on the edge of the lake next to the main city. Okay, and it's it's not very much. So that's usually the first house you get through the property line. It's next to where the Thieves Guild headquarters is. Okay, sort of near there. But if you if you go d- make a beeline straight across the lake from there, there's a crypt, and you go down it, and there's a woman stood next to a fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sort of if you can kill her, you get this sword of Umbra, and she has ebony armor. Uh-huh. Um, so it's, it's kind of all right, it's good stuff, but, That's- but she's really hard to kill and she hits you like once and you're dead, God. right? Now oh. there are some, there are some glitches you can exploit or some sort of exploits where if you, within the cave she's in, there's like a, a platformy bit that sticks out, you can get on and she can't reach her from there. I so see. you can sort of, ki- you know, like keep, if you use a, is it bows and arrows in that or is it a crossbow or something? Yeah, yeah
2: there's bows and arrows.
0: Yeah, if you use a bow and arrow you can you can shoot her from your vantage point and she can never get to you. And it takes a long time, trust me, she takes a lot of killing. Um, mm. But it's not a bad thing to have at the beginning. And you, when you first get it, you think, wow, this is so cool, because it's a soul trap sword uh, mm. and it doesn't run out for ages, so you can get loads of soul traps to do all your soul gems, etc. Um, but then it's sort of, when you start getting better stuff that you're making yourself when you're headed to the mages' guild and you start creating your own armour and your own weapons... It becomes a bit redundant, really, and it becomes like the lowest sword you've got, but when you get it at the time, if you can get that fairly early in the game, that'll help you a great deal.
2: Right. So, so anyway, yeah. I'm having fun with Oblivion. Um, I yeah. also... <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. What? Never mind, carry on, carry on.
2: Okay. I bought Guild Wars 2, and uh, I, I held out for a couple of days, and then I was like, you know what, I'm not holding out anymore, I'm buying this. And it's fun. It's free to play once you buy it, as I've said before. Yeah. So uh, now that I've got it, it's free. And I'd like to thank the Rabbit Scotsman and the Gamesman crew, because they gave me a very warm welcome in their guild. Um, But the thing that bugs me about Guild Wars 2, first of all, the stories aren't very good. There's not much of a story to it. I mean you have your own personal story but mostly it's about exploring and it's about fighting and the combat's fine and I mean I'm enjoying it it's a good game overall but I'm just not an MMO person. I think if ever there was a game that was going to, you know, really appeal to me as an MMO this is going to be it and it's it's a good game. I'm having fun with it. I will keep going until I, you know, explore the whole world which is going to take me a very very long time. It's a huge world and they're always adding more things, but the thing is like unless you have like a crew that you roll with this kind of game isn't really uh, – it, it's its meant to be played with other people. You know what I mean? And the gamesmen people are very nice, but it seems like we're not all on the same time. So usually there's one or two other people when I play. And um, for instance, there's this one character – there's this one monster. Uh, there's these bosses in certain places, right? And you cannot kill them by yourself. It's impossible. It just will not happen unless – I don't know how you'd do it because here's the thing. When you level up in this game, let's say you get to level 10 and then you go back to an area that has level five monsters in it. The game automatically drags you back to level five. So you don't have the super strength that you might have in a different game because you're, you're, you're leveled back down to level five. Now your weapons are still much better and you know, your armor's better and all the rest of it, but it's not, you know, it's designed to make it so that if, if you know, the rabid Scotsman were to say to me, Hey, come with me and let's fight this monster. If I'm level 20 and he's level seven, when I go to fight the monster with him, I'm back to level seven. You know what I mean? So it's still a challenge no matter where you go in the world, no matter how high your level gets. So, Whatever. The point is that there's – so, okay, there's also these skill points you're supposed to be getting. And so I went to get the skill point and there's a boss, and it's underwater, which is kind of annoying because the combat underwater is very different from above on land. You're dealing with three dimensions, and you have to swim up and swim down and forward and backward and left and right and all that, and it's kind of confusing. And so I went to get the skill point, and this boss showed up, and I was like, oh, damn it, and the boss killed me instantly. So I was like, okay, maybe I can sneak by and get to the skill point, and it didn't. And every time I tried to get it, the boss kept showing up. So I needed to have other people with me in order to get the skill point which was so annoying, because it's like, you should be able to get that stuff on your own, but you can't. So, fortunately, I found this other guild called Travelers of Tyria, and, like, I applied to them, and I was like, eh, let me be in your guild. And so I did. And I played with them a little bit, and, and they're such nerds. Come on, these Guild wolves too. what are you expecting? I know, I know, that's exactly what the Duchess said. You know, Who would have thought that, you know, a group of people playing an MMORPG together are a bunch of nerds? And the- And the second question, and you're not? Well, but I'm a cool nerd.
0: Oh, get away. There's no such thing. A nerd's a nerd's a nerd. I
2: don't know. I don't think so. so. We're all nerds on
0: the inside.
2: I know we are, but okay, how about this? There are some nerds that are really socially awkward, and that's the kind of nerds I was playing with in this game.
1: Look, I I think, think, Stu, I think LARPing is a different class of
0: nerd. To be fair, I, I think... Duke is in denial
2: <laughs> not denying i'm a nerd don't get me wrong i know i'm a nerd but well,
0: you, you can come out of your nerd closet now
2: Look, let me explain because the dude here's the thing when they got because they're very nice i don't want to make it clear these people i was playing with are very nice and they're very friendly and all that and that's 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 cool but they're laughing at stuff that wasn't funny and they're like you could tell it's kind of forced and it's like eh. but the thing that really bugged me was this dude was like i'll travel with you and i'm like all right thanks and the whole time he's like, "Okay, now go up on that cliff, and now you know use this weapon. And here, let me send you seven gems that you're gonna need, and all this stuff." And it's like, "I'm not playing the game anymore. Now you're just handing me everything and telling me what to do. I don't want to play the game like yeah, that." But
0: that's that's not a nerd thing. People do that in games all the time in co-op. That's it's just being a, just bit of a douche. Stuff. Yeah.
2: It's a socially awkward thing. So, Have you never
0: played Borderlands? People do that all the time in Borderlands. That's, what Borderlands
2: that's one of the reasons I probably haven't touched Borderlands 2 yet. I want someone coming and telling me what to do. But I don't know. That's the thing. It's like I don't know how to tell people, like, thank you, but please don't do that. You know what I mean? Because they're being nice, and they're, they're, being, they're trying to be helpful. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything by it, does it?
0: He's just trying to help you out.
2: I know, but that's why I can't tell him, like, fuck off, I want to do this. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> who plays an MMO? And then they go, fuck off, I want to play by myself. Uh, the, and that's going against the whole thing.
0: The trouble is, right, you've just explained that a lot of the stuff in Guild Wars 2 has to be done in a team with other people. Exactly. So you've got to go, uh, I want. I mean, this in the nicest possible way. I need you to help me do this stuff.
2: Well, but, sometimes, but I want you to piss off.
0: Don't God. talk to me and don't give me anything. <laughs>
2: and well, then this, give me some if i ask for it <laughs> and then when we've
0: done this thing you can piss off
2: <laughs> this has to do with my personality because i tend to be a very independent person so i want to do it all myself but i want someone to be there if i need help or if i have a question and that's really what the the gamesman is great for because they just hang out and they do their thing and then they're like i was like i have a question like, okay i'll help you with that so.
0: well isn't isn't that a teacher thing because you're used to telling other people what to do aren't you and, and what they need to know
2: yeah. that's probably part of it yeah you know. anyway moving on uh Portal 2 was on say, the Steam sale. Oh, my God. The Steam sale was insane. The autumn Steam sale. Because I realized this. Hang on say, Let me say one thing and then I, you ask a question. Uh, when I look at Americans buying stuff on Black Friday, you know, the day after Thanksgiving, I look at it and I get so depressed. I'm like, that's pathetic. What's wrong with you people? You're spending all this money you don't have on shit you don't need. Give me a break. Why don't you spend <laughs> your loved ones? And then Steam sale comes and I'm like,
0: holy oh, shit. <laughs> that is true, right? That is true. Right, You are right. And I was just saying to you before we started recording, I avoided it like the plague. I, should so done. I literally did not go on Steam for the last four or five days or whatever, because I just didn't want to be tempted to buy stuff. Yeah. And then the THQ Humble Bundle comes along, and he's like, I'll have that, because yeah. I can test that out on my new computer when I finish building it.
2: <laughs> the thing is that, like, Steam sale, it, for those who didn't look at it, it's they had daily deals, and then they also had these Flash deals that updated, like, every six hours. So, you're constantly checking in and you're like what's up now what's up now and most of it i was like look i'm not interested in that i don't really care about that and i actually didn't buy a whole lot of stuff but portal 2 was five dollars at one point and i'm like all right i'll get that because 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 and i'll get to why i bought it in a minute um and then dragon age origins um awakenings and all of the dlc that came with like gamestop orders and stuff it was all for like nine dollars. And I was like, okay, look. Because the, the, the rule I used was, okay, could I find this for a comparable price somewhere else? If so, there's no reason to buy it on the Steam sale. But Dragon Age Origins by itself at the communist game shop, which is the cheapest place you're ever gonna find it, was like is like fifteen dollars used. Awakenings would be another fifteen, you know what I mean? So to get it all for $9, that was a hell of a deal. So I was like, yeah, I'm I
0: mean, I mean, I've got to say, people go, why would you want to use Steam? Why would you want to be a PC gamer and all this kind of stuff? And yet, we've got like the THQ bundle, which we've discussed now. We'll come back to that later. You know, where you're getting six games for three quid.
2: It's six true. That, games. In some ways, that makes up for the fact you have to constantly upgrade your computer, which yeah, but, but. I, let's, not, let's not lie about it. You're doing that now. I'm thinking about the next computer I'm going to buy. It yeah. is that feeling of like you're going to need to constantly upgrade. Okay. No, but, yeah, but I don't
0: think you're not in the same way as you used to because we're hitting a plateau. No, we're we're
2: not. We are. No, I'm sorry, but we are. We're we, totally not. It seems like that now, because they're not pushing the games more, but they will No, they will, but i it's not
0: going to be those same leaps as it was ten years ago because because I technology's not moving as fast as it did.
2: I totally disagree no i can't I'm sorry, it can't do
0: because the other thing you've got to consider is most of these games
2: a new computer now listen though,
0: most of these games now are designed to run on both p c and console, the vast majority right. Yeah. And they're designing a game that's running on a console that's five, six, seven years old. With technology with in it. Yeah, but, but that'll only change then, and that's not for at least another 12, 18 months. So even then, though, the, you'll still be able to run these games at lower settings. It, it isn't changing now as much as it used to. And the other thing is, and I was I was saying this to, to the guy who's helping me, because when I say I'm building a PC, I'm not really... I'm getting all the bits, and there's a guy at work who builds PCs who's helping me do it. But I'll be, help, you know, going through it and, and figuring out how it all works. So that, ca- I know, whatever. But it's costing me three hundred quid to get a fairly pretty hot PC, really. You know, compared to anything you could pay. If you if I went into PC World, I would get nowhere near this sort of right, right.
2: Yes, you know how to do it. You know who to talk to. You'll get a better deal. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But what yeah. I'm saying is, you know, that machine. I mean. It's all about how much you want to be able to do with it. And so, right, you may not have to upgrade it automatically just because, but the games are going to keep getting more and more sophisticated. And, you know, a computer that you buy today in three years, it's not going to be able to run the latest games. Yeah, but you're saying that, but yet yeah, this PC... Years later, will still be running the latest games. Yeah, but this PC
0: I've got here is seven years old. Okay, and yeah. the only thing I've added to it new is a new graphics card
2: What can you you can't run anything that comes out this year
0: i could I could run armor two on it just about. And, and you're right. I couldn't run the latest things, but you, it's still amazing that I could still run Dear Esther on full settings. Dear Esther, don't give me that. No, well, that's, like, that's you know, a, a graphically intended. Some landscapes. <laughs> yeah, but it's no, a, animals, it's no people. There's no NPCs. No, there isn't. But it's still a very graphical game, and for a PC that's seven years old, I still think that's pretty impressive. All right,
1: all right break it up, break it up, you two. Break it pretty up. Pretty impressive. Break there's, it up. Break it up. Tell you why I bought Portal Two, and then
2: I'll be done the community levels it's like having a hundred thousand new test chambers open to you i was like oh my god look at all this stuff that's available and it's so easy to do too like i thought it was going to be down like with mods you have to download stuff and it takes a long time you have to install it dude portal it's just like yeah click i'll have that and it's like loading and it's just like loading a level in portal too It's so awesome. There's two sets of uh, things I've run through and I have a bunch waiting for me because I just, for whatever reason, haven't gone back to it, but there's one series of uh, things called design for danger, which is really cool. There's this green core and I don't, I don't remember it being in the original game, but, and, and, and I thought that the dude had put his own voices into the core, you know what I mean? And he's like, Hey there, pretty lady things are about to get dangerous or whatever. And, uh, but apparently, at the end credits, it said, you know, so-and-so's Jack's voice by Nolan North. So I guess it was in the original it was.
1: Game. It was one of the cores at the end of the game. Oh, yeah. I just
2: didn't hear that much. It was
1: a, I'm in space,
2: person. Is it the same one? Yeah, I, what, yeah what, he did I all
1: of them. Nolan North did all of those ones at the end. Yeah, and I the know. defective turrets he did as
2: well. Four being in the end of the game. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is, they're really cool. Some of them are kind of annoying. Because the thing is this. Um, the... The, well, okay, let me say this about the other series I did. There's one called 12 Angry Tests, which is also very good. Those are the two sort of top-rated uh, series. Someone's recreating Portal 1 in the Portal 2 engine, which I think is dumb, but whatever. Apparently, it's a little different, or it's going to be get levels or something.
1: That is a bit dumb.
2: Yeah, I know, but whatever. Um, it might be good. The, mm-hmm. So the 12 Angry testing, thing, there's some first-person platforming, which we've all said in various formats, that's kind of frustrating, it's a little annoying, whatever. Uh, generally, it's pretty solid. Most of the tests are very elegant, the way that Valve's portal rooms are. And the thing about that is that you can tell, you know, Valve did a good job of not making it all about timing or, like, you have to keep moving, except in the last level, obviously, because they're lobbing the
1: bombs, I think, actually, you know? I think Portal 1... 1- there was a lot more of like that timing stuff in there, yeah. but Portal Two there was a lot less of like timing and movement,
2: and it was just about like okay, let me figure out what I have to do here. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And Twelve Angry Tests. There's some spots where it, you just you have to just keep dying, and then you die better, and you die less often and stuff. And it's a little frustrating because it's like that shouldn't be the nature of it. You know what I mean? It should just be like here's what this thing is but on the other hand you know it was free first of all so the price is right and it was you know kind of a clever approach to it like there were some good ways of going about it so i'd say overall thumbs up for both of those and you know five bucks for portal 2 you can't go wrong i'm gonna play it, the main game again so yay portal 2 and that's what i've been playing
0: cool i was just gonna finish off by saying i'm amazed at how many people i'm seeing of going I want to build a gaming rig, I think I'm going to do it. Or I'm going to buy a gaming rig, or I'm just going to get into PC gaming now. And I think that's partly come about just because we're, we're getting a bit bored with consoles and the fact that we haven't had a new one for so long. We want something new. You know, everyone seems to be clamoring for something.
2: Steam's doing a really good job. Yeah. It's easy to get into. There's lots of different kinds of games, you know, old and new, and it's all often cheap. So... Yeah, I think to do with it
0: too I think it's interesting and it'll be interesting to see how this develops when the new consoles come around and you know how that they sort I of think be,
1: I think the, 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 the big change will be like the online store like how flexible the Steam yeah. online store is yeah you'll see that a lot more with the, I mean the PlayStation are doing a little bit uh, but I think Microsoft really have to kind of bend their restrictions a little bit uh, yeah. and do crazy sales like Steam do because it'll get people back on and to,
0: and to be honest with you like I'm saying to you now as sort of PC gaming becomes more accessible because the price comes down to actually get into it, the entry level is a lot cheaper now. You know, it's becoming that little bit more alluring, isn't it? And people are going, do you know what? It's only going to cost me three or four hundred pounds to get a really good PC, and it's not only going to play games, but it's going to do all this other stuff.
1: Well, I think, I think fast. Duke Dukey's log like set me right when he says, he, I don't, I don't, maybe not three years, but I reckon four or five years when the yeah. consoles that we have are still going, um, they'll start pushing them more, and then the PCs that were that people are buying now. Uh, I'll be I'll be showing their showing their age a little
0: Yeah, bit. and I don't disagree with you, but to be honest with you, if I have to buy a new graphics card in four or five years or add a bit more rapidly,
2: it's not a bad
0: investment. I can't point. complain of that.
2: No. And then I'll no. be able to buy those PCs people are buying now and I'll be able to play Skyrim in three years.
1: That's right. I um That's right. I kinda like I was, me and Greg share the, the Greg's from the Obviously Connection is another podcast already. Me and Greg uh share the sim- similar opinion on this. I know, I know there's ways to do this with a PC. But generally, I just like sitting back and use, yeah. you know using the yeah. controller, and I just prefer the console experience when it's all kind of done for you. And yeah. I, I don't know. I, I mean, well, to be fair, Steam does that. I know, Stu. Stu, I just said I know the PC does that, right? But I just can't but be asked. Terms of the controller and stuff, like I well, think... look, setting it all up, switching on a PC. You know, I'd rather just switch on an Xbox and it comes on. I just ah. Fuck it. Do you know? To be
0: fair, as well, just to just to let you know, um I'm putting a solid state hard drive in, right, which is costing sixty quid. Sixty quid for a one twenty gigabyte solid state. um Startup time on a PC on a PC with a solid state in is about
2: thirty five to a seconds to a minute.
0: It will start up as quick as a console, pretty much.
2: 120 gigs is not very much.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm having a tera. I've got a terabyte slave drive in as well. So that's that's yeah. purely just for the operating system and gaming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there you go, there you so go. nothing else. The slave drive will have all my other stuff on it.
2: Sorry, I lied. There's one other game I'm playing because for the last three days I haven't gone near my PC. Um, I got Black Ops Two. Ah, oh, yeah. Oh, stupid playdate let me go uh, i'll do i'll get it when uh well
0: you can do your shout outs at the end for the playdate but you can tell us what you think
2: but thank you for people who showed up for the playdate anyway um yeah so when i got so i rented it from the redbox for the playdate and i was like yeah, oh yeah. you know whatever and then, oh thank you duchess you're so awesome she brought me the thing yay duchess black ops 2 playdate enw 99 john mouse skx nemesis step j fushimuska wig beast ninja fox and top trickster thank you all for coming so I was, as soon as I put it in from the red box to play for the play date, I got set up. I started playing the first round. I'm like, God damn, why didn't I buy this? What the hell is fun?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the next
2: day I went to the Every, year,
1: every year, mate. Yeah, oh,
2: yeah. Exactly. And I was like, I don't really think I'm – yeah, I am. What that the- – who am so I? So was, cool
0: was it like putting on your favorite pair of comfy slippers?
2: It kind of was, yeah. And like I did really well in my first round. I'm like, damn. And then it took me like three or four rounds to get to the point where I was like, wait – this is why it sometimes is frustrating because I had some lag. Turns out my NAT settings were on moderate and all that. So whatever. I mean, it's fine. I got it all sorted and I'm back into it now. And I'm just like, wow, it's so much fun. You know, there's so nothing. Can I,
0: can I just check? Can I just check? So is there no online pass with that then? You can just play the multiplayer on rental. No, yeah, on, that's
1: not pass. Because, yeah.
0: on the, because I didn't mention this on Hitman. If you want to do the contract thing, you have to have an online pass.
1: What you do. Yeah. No.
0: No, and
2: I, you, I probably wouldn't have gotten it if it had an, if it had an online pass thing. I'd probably would have just been like, screw it. Yeah, it's yeah but you, you bought
1: it anyway, so you would have had one.
2: Yeah. Now, to be fair, I will say this. It looks – well, the first three-round burst gun that I unlocked, uh, assault rifle, is not very powerful. Like it's only one unit more powerful than the assault rifle that's fully automatic before it. So. Right. I'm a little frustrated by that because the Type 95 in Modern Warfare 3 and the M16 in Modern Warfare 2 were very useful because you could drop a person with one three round burst. You know what I mean? If you, I remember you had- the
1: episode you came onto this show and discovering that you loved the three burst M16. Yeah
2: yeah absolutely because here's the thing it, it's, it's not like it's an overpowered weapon because you have to be a lot more precise you know what I mean and yeah. I get probably about the same number of kills either way but it makes me it's so satisfying to drop somebody with one three round burst
1: the, the, but the problem two with the three round burst, burst is if it, it's close quarters maps that's all yeah,
2: yeah exactly so <laughs> what I've been doing is I've been switching to submachine guns for now and then hopefully I'll unlock an assault rifle later on that'll have a better three round burst but we'll see who cares yeah, true.
1: Have you played any the, the single-player, the zombies?
2: I haven't touched single-player. I haven't touched zombies.
1: Yeah, can I just I, say as well, um,
0: what, uh, do you, what do you think of the maps?
2: I think they're good. I think they're a little more diverse than Modern Warfare 3, which is nice. Um yeah. There's there's some interesting things they're doing with like there's this one map called drone where their door their automatic doors that open and close and there's some of them go into some long sight lines. So on the one hand, you know, you can't tell who's on the other side of the door because it's automatic door. But as soon as you go through the automatic door, there's this huge hallway and there's often people waiting there. So it's an interesting combination of having total blindness and a huge sight line. And so, yeah, I'm liking it. I think it's cool.
0: Yeah, I mean I was going the only reason I was asking because obviously I only played the single player game and then got then took you know, sent it straight back to Love Film. Yep. But I felt whilst I was playing the single player game that all of the areas within the single player game were made initially to be multiplayer areas and then obviously they built the single player game around those areas.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably the case. And like yeah. the thing you were right, Chinny, about how it's much less focused on the stuff in the air. So that's nice yeah. because you know, the UAVs are easier to shoot down and you don't have to worry about, you know, enormous planes killing you instantly and stuff. But there is still some of that because there are these, you know, robot drone. I don't know what it is. You throw a little paper airplane and
1: it kills. Yeah, yeah those quad drone <laughs> things. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: and the other thing is that, oh, it drives me crazy on some of the maps. You can't tell where the UAV is because it's, like, nighttime or whatever, and it's, you can't tell well, where it well, is, but well. the rocket will lock onto it, so you can just, like, sort of scan the sky, and it'll start locking on, and I'm like, yes, I got it.
0: Very uh, cool.
2: Yeah.
0: Wowzers. Right, so, uh, massive first part of the show, but we've all played a lot of stuff this week. Yeah. So what, what I would say at this point, we do, obviously, the Indie the Pick, as always. Well, uh, the Egg uh, Timer Topics. Well, when we come back, that's what I was just going to say. We'll do the Egg Timer Topics. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then a little bit of news, but we'll probably I'm not have a lot of time for news because we've got quite. There a... isn't a lot anyway. No, we've honest. got three emails to get through as well, yeah. uh, and then we'll finish off around the news Aww. with <laughs> with the uh, with where the humble indie bundle is for THQ. We'll see how much <laughs> made. Uh, so yeah, let's do the indie pick. Let's get the right sound clip here. We go. Indie game
3: review review. Yo, 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 yeah yo, yeah yo. yeah you want some i i i, I- iTunes
4: reviews. We got some. We got some.
2: Whoops, that's the wrong one.
4: Hang on a second, everybody.
2: <laughs> that's really there's true. no editing, people. <laughs> no, there's no editing. That's
0: in. Oh God, hang on. I so like that. that though. When did you do that? That's cool. Oh,
2: that was a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> really? Email. I was using the local thing, and it has a different thing. Here we go. Uh, oh my God, that's <laughs> great. Indy game review. Review.
4: Hello, friends. Vlados here. This week I'm doing the indie game review live. Please welcome, my guest, my sister Splodos. Say hello, Splodos. Hello. <laughs> well, thanks for coming. Isn't she great, folks? Okay, now on with the review. This week we're playing, 3DeadZ, a fun platformer with a twist. You play a zombie, or rather a series of zombies. One is good with his hands. One is fast and agile, and one is strong and powerful. You have to switch between the zombies as you go through areas, using different skills in different spots. The nice thing is that it's not too complicated and the movement is fluid. The other cool thing is that the big strong zombie is the female. You know how in most games the female is the wispy skinny magic user or whatever? Well not this time, bitch. This zombie chick is badass and super strong. Try to grab her ass and you'll lose your hand. Awesome. Three Dead Z is 240 Microsoft points on Xbox Indie Games. Vlados out. Say goodbye, Splados. Goodbye.
0: There you go. You know, they sounded identical. It was
2: amazing. They sounds exactly the same. They must be our twin sisters. Because GLaDOS does not sound like Vlados. So, I No, guess, that's true. Yeah. But Splatos and Vlados—they're birds of a feather, man.
0: Yeah, it was hard to tell the difference. I'll yeah, be honest—I but... couldn't tell who was talking at the same time. You know, it was a bit weird. Uh, but yes, um, yeah, three dead Z.
2: Is that right? Is that what it is? Dead baby.
0: Dead Z. So, what did you? What did you think? We've heard what Vlados thought, but what did you think, Duke?
2: Uh, I liked it. I thought it was cute. I thought the gameplay, the the dialogue was a little slow. Like that kind of bugs me with some indie games. Like. Work on your pacing, people. We can follow a little faster dialogue, but, I mean, whatever. Generally, it was good, and the controls were fine, and it was fluid, and I like how you had to, you know, some games make it very obvious and very boring when you have to switch, and other games, by contrast, make it very sort of confusing and hard to tell, but with this game, I think they found the right balance of when you had to switch between the zombies. And, uh, it doesn't get too complicated, which is the other problem with games that require you to switch, or you know, like in some role-playing games, you have to have the right person in your party at the right moment, or whatever. And this is a really good balance with that. Uh, I was going to buy it. I was actually going to go get some more points, and then it was like two forty, and I'm like two forty, whatever, man. I
0: would imagine that's more. I would imagine that's more down to the size of it, to be honest. You know, because it's no, it was a fairly big download. It was three hundred odd megabytes, wasn't it?
2: I guess.
0: Yeah, it's a fairly big download, so I'm assuming it might be. But to be honest with you,
2: it... Based on the graphics. Yeah, I guess, but it was pretty good. It was a big yep. game. It was good. I did like it,
0: yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I thought it was a quirky game. I thought I liked the characterization. I liked the fact half his head's missing and stuff. Uh, it was a cool. I liked the idea of taking that, you know, it was a science lab and it was being experimented on to see if you could do complete the tasks. You know, it reminded me a bit of Day of the Dead. Reminded you know? me of
2: District 9, man. Yeah, I guess. Is they're making him use the new gun. Oh, God, that still drives
0: yeah, me. Yeah, but um, yeah. But I yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. I liked it. I really liked it. I thought it looked good. And like I say, I thought the animation... I did find it was a little bit sticky at some points when you were trying to do something. that didn't quite work straight away. And...
2: A bunch of times. But the checkpoint system was good, so it didn't yeah, matter because yeah. you didn't go back very far.
0: Yeah, and, and sometimes when you um, when you jumped, did a wall jump, it didn't always stick to the wall properly. And then sometimes it did... But apart from that, they were minor niggles. I thought overall it looked good, it played well, and you know it was it was a nice use of a platform. And I thought it was a bit different, so I liked it. Chini, what did you think?
1: Um, I thought it was really good, actually. Uh, good art. Uh, I thought the voice acting was a bit ropey. And yeah. like you said, it was a bit slow, and I'd accidentally cut it off a lot. Um, and you know, it's it's took a lot of influences from Portal, I think. Um, you know, being trapped into you know an experiment and all that shit. So, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was fun, and I thought I just thought the character designs were really funny. Like, like you said, you know, the missing head and the the big woman, like dragging her, her arms are so heavy that she has to drag them. I thought it was funny. Yeah, um, no, I, I, I did a good job. It made me like, go, <laughs> that was funny. And <laughs> I, I reckon kids would love it. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I, I want to I... echo what Vlado said about. The cool thing about the woman being the very strong monster, I thought that was very cool because usually in games a female is like, you know, she's she's not you know physically strong, but she's got other strengths. She's her the actual one. It's her strength, but in this case it was like she's the huge tank, <laughs> Crutch everything. So I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think it was a good a good thing, and and just to say Jason call her. Of course, recommended that one. He, he sort of sent me a message and You should do this for the Indie Pick. So, I took his word for it. I didn't try it out before. I, you know, I suggested to do it. I thought I'll take his word for it. So, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good calculated gamble. Sweet. Yeah. So at that point, we did say before the Indie Pick we're gonna do the Egg Timer topics now. So let's just do this shit. <laughs>
3: Egg, 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 egg
0: time topics. Okay, first question, uh, these first two come from GH Rocker, who has been obviously badgering us to do his egg time topics, and I know he sent a couple more on the Twitter this week, but they've, they've sort of got lost a long way down now, because we've had a lot of at-tweets tonight, because Ginny's uh, tweeted we were recording, so we've had a lot of people out-tweeting us, um, but yeah, but this is the first one, he said, what is your favourite animated show? Do I really need to answer? No, we know what yours is, but, uh, I think everybody in the freaking world knows what your favourite animated TV show is. And game. Uh, what, what was that again? I don't know. Anyway. So, mm-hmm. Duke, what is your current favourite animated <laughs> oh. show? Or show from the past, and I know you're going to say The Simpsons, right? We know just, that.
2: You know what I'm going to say.
0: We know it's coming, but what, what other show apart from The Simpsons?
2: Apart from The Simpsons, I also like an animated show's uh, Futurama. I like South Park. I think Robot Chicken's good. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Uh, there's got to be others, but I can't think of them right now.
0: I think you need to play your nerd soundbite at that point.
2: <laughs> well, I am a nerd, but... I don't know. The, liking animated shows means that I'm a nerd. No, it doesn't even really like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> what? Lots of but them. I don't like all of them. Like, I'm guess i not a big Family Guy fan, although someone did show me a clip from Family Guy. I thought it was pretty funny. Where the dude, uh, Chinny probably knows, the, the guy's in the car and he's like, "Oh, I don't know what he's responding to. This makes me want to change lanes without looking. and oh, like, yeah. He's, he's like?
1: watching Madagascar and he goes, that's so fucking funny I want to change lanes. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Do you yeah, know the? You... <laughs> I
2: thought that
0: was pretty... The only line I ever remember from Family Guy. And I'm thinking. I'm sure it was Family Guy. I could be wrong because I'm not watching it that often. Mm. Uh, but there was a bit where he tried to play guitar with a piece of cheese, and then he took it in a shop to get it fixed, and the man behind the counter went, "Hm, smells like belly button." And for whatever reason, that's always stuck with me.
1: I uh, don't recall that scene. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it was in Family Guy, but it was very funny anyway. Maybe. <laughs> It happened for real? <laughs> Maybe. I
0: don't know. <laughs> um, so that's it. Any from the past, Duke? Any in the past?
2: Well, Rock and Bowling I think, is a big one. Okay. My dad introduced me to that. And, and, you know, it's funny because Rocky and Bullwinkle was a big influence on The Simpsons. In fact, Homer J. Simpson and Bartholomew J. Simpson have that middle initial for the same reason that Rocket J. Squirrel and Bowinkle J. Moose have that initial, which is it's all a reference to Jay Ward, one of the creators of Rocky and Bullwinkle. So there you go. Ah, uh, There you go. I also like the Flintstones. Yeah, I'm a nerd. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I mean – I I must admit, I'll be really
0: honest, I've watched very few animated TV shows now. You know, it's not really my thing, so I don't really watch a lot of them. But, in the past, uh, in the past, uh, Ulysses 31 was excellent, Uh, Thundercats when I
1: was a kid, I was a big Thundercats fan. I don't yeah. really remember
0: any of it, but I remember watching a lot of ThunderCats it. Thundercats I really loved. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons Nerd. I thought was excellent. Uh, oh, I used to love that. I didn't, never, they never got, got home. They never
2: got home. Uh, did, did you watch that, Duke? What?
0: Dungeons D&D. and Dragons. Yeah, they could, you yeah, know?
2: I watching, yeah. But it was so weird because it was like oh, we're going to this other world, and it's like they actually went into the fantasy world, and they were, like, cognizant of it. I'm like, what's that about? That's weird.
1: No, but he was, was still bad. far more intelligent than I was when he was
0: watching that show. No, oh, no. No, we have to go on a little bit long, because Ginny hasn't said his head. Um, yeah. And the only other one I really remember was Scooby-Doo from back in the day. scooby, Be- scooby. Because it, when I used to go to the dentist, right, and obviously... no, No kid liked going to the dentist, did they? But, what I knew was, when I went to the dentist, because it... Right, when you went to the dentist, right, no kid likes going to the because you know you're going to get a fill-in, or he's going to fiddle with your teeth and poke it with pointy things. He's going to get a right? in Yeah, exactly. He's going to poke pointy things into your mouth, right? Um... I used to know that I'd get to watch Scooby Doo before I went in because it used to be on on a Saturday morning. So that was the only thing that sort of kept me going when I was at the dentist. I used to think, "Oh well, I'll get to watch Scooby Doo at least," you know, while I'm sat waiting to go in. Uh, and I used to love it. And I, you know, it's, it's just and, and then they went and ruined it by introducing Scrappy Doo. Fucking Scrappy! Ugh, fucking! I wanted, it I wanted to kill him. It was awful. Ah, hated it when they did that. They ruined it.
3: Idiot!
1: Yeah, Chinny, What about you? Apart from The Simpsons, which is the the best cartoon ever, uh, yes, obviously, yeah, Family Guy is up there. Uh, but I really love American Dad. I think American Dad is very underrated, um, and I just I just I find it very funny. I'd even go as far as I think Duke would enjoy American Dad uh, because kind of takes a pop at um, you know the right wing and everything. So. I think uh I think Duke would probably be like that a little bit more than Family Guy. Actually, I think it might have been American Dad. I've heard
2: people say that too, so I might I might give it a try.
1: It is it is so funny, like and Stan Smith is is, you know, completely right wing, loves George Bush, and uh, and, and his and his wife is uh so so funny in it and oh man it's just brilliant i love it so i, I love American Dad. i think it might have been that i had the belly button thing you know yeah it could be i don't watch a much of uh, safe part when it's on I'll, I'll leave it on but i'll kind of i don't really actively see it can
2: like some episodes of south park are awesome you know the one where yeah. um towley that's a great episode it's about video games too they get the game sphere and uh But some episodes are just kind of annoying and pedantic because they have the one about the Mormons, and they're like, this is actually what Mormons believe, and this is actually what Scientologists believe. And it's just like, okay, it's kind of funny for a little while, but then it's like, you're just going through the whole story of who cares, you know?
0: Yeah, very good. Case,
2: so, so, last thing, in case anybody doesn't believe that The Simpsons is the greatest cartoon show ever, allow me to submit this 30 seconds clip as evidence. Do you hold a grudge against Montgomery Burns? No. All right, maybe I did, but I didn't shoot him. Checks out. Okay, sir, you're free to go. Good,
0: because I got a hot date tonight. A date. Dinner with Fred. Dinner alone.
4: Watching TV alone.
0: All right. I'm going to sit at home and ogle the ladies in the Victoria's Secret catalog. Is catalog. Now, would you unhook this already, please? I don't deserve this kind of shabby treatment. <laughs> That's brilliant. That is brilliant. <laughs> uh So that was an excellent egg timer topic because it took way over three minutes, but there you go. That's just the way it is. Uh, okay. Second question from GH Rocker. I like this. I like this question as well. He's done some good ones. Here we go. If you could remake an ending to a movie or TV series, what would it be and Why?
2: That's a
0: good question. I like that. So, we'll come to you first, Chinny. So, ending of a TV <laughs> series or a movie you hated. Hey,
2: Chinny.
0: You hated.
1: Lost. Yeah. Um, lost is the obvious one. Yeah. Uh, but I'll say Breaking Bad. I wish they didn't all die at the end. Only joke Oh, don't be that. Ah, no, Breaking Bad hasn't even finished, sir. So. Um, right. Hmm. I'm trying to think of I don't watch many T V shows, so I'm trying to think of movies. I think maybe the Dark the Dark Knight rises. Oh damn, I was gonna say that. Um I think uh they should have just committed to it a bit to the ending instead of selling it a little. Um I still like the ending, I still I still like I still like it. Uh it wrapped up well with the Alfred's kind of like little Take away so, the end.
2: Apparently that didn't actually happen. It was just a fantasy of his. Uh,
1: no, I think any, any that kind of theory is these uh, people that have way too much time on their hands. Um, <laughs> exactly, because uh, the, the end of that does happen. I'm like, so he, so he, he lives with Catwoman now. She's a <laughs> dick. Um, so <laughs> I, I don't know. M- maybe they should have committed to the whole say, the
2: whole not killing people thing. Is really not my thing.
1: Yeah, a great you, you like that line, but I I don't know. I didn't. I just don't like Catwoman as a character at all. Really, it's the greatest character ever. No I don't. I don't. I can't figure it out. Um, That's her yes. List. Oh man, it's so mysterious. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Also, change the ending to one of my favorite films ever: High School The Musical. It's just what, what? is this on? Hello. guys <laughs> is, that is, is this on. <laughs> shit!
0: Shit! <laughs> oh
1: my god. Um. That nobody
2: else
0: likes. Yeah, Mine, okay, mine would be...
2: Nobody else over the age of 18, how about that? Sorry, go ahead, yeah, up. Uh, um,
0: mine would be Return of the Jedi. What? Because Neanderthal was so shit. Right? What are you talking right. about? What's wrong with then, a setup, and then
1: right? It's a setup.
0: And then, to make it worse, right, he, re- he remade it in an updated and it was even worse than the first what? version.
2: He makes it. What's wrong with the first one? Oh, come on. The Ewok freaking celebrations in the little villages? Whatever. What are you talking about in the Ewok village? No,
0: I mean, at the end, oh, yeah, the Ewoks, tell if, you. If, if the Empire
2: was destroyed, of course people would be celebrating. What you you,
0: you should give them to the Hitman and you should line them up, right, and let the Hitman deal with them.
2: People are supposed to just go, oh, look, the Death Star blew up,
1: whatever, who cares. Oh, it was so smoky go to work. and eh, cheesy and whatnot, whatever. When When's fell though? That's what they should have said when...
0: Uh, yeah. no, <laughs> <laughs> Meh. Return the Jedi, that whole movie was the end as far as I am, because it was rubbish. This conversation yes. can serve no purpose anymore. Duke. Yeah, Duke, yeah. anyway, what about you?
2: Spoilers, people, I don't mean to be rude, but...
0: Warning!
2: Warning! Warning! Uh, Watchmen spoilers. If you haven't seen Watchmen, don't listen.
0: Does anyone really care? i watched it,
2: so It's a great movie. It's a great book. The book's amazing. The movie was great. I thought the movie was really well done. However, there's a part of the end that they changed, which drives me crazy because it changes the whole meaning of the ending, and it leaves this horrible taste in my mouth every time I watch the movie. And most of the movie I love, and then it gets to the end, and I'm like, no! And here's the thing. Okay, at the end of the book, have you all read the book at all? No, mm. you should. It's a really great book. Um, the guy who does the horrible thing, and I'm not going to go into any detail there because that's a spoiler in itself. Is this
0: Watchmen, as in the superheroes, or is this different? Yeah.
2: Yes. Mm.
0: I I didn't think that was very. I heard it wasn't very good. Oh my
2: god, you're so wrong! It's a great. This, story. No, it's
0: good,
1: dude. It's good. Mm-hmm.
2: It is uh, the book. You should read the book definitely because the books is so much better than the movie. But anyway, here's the thing: in the book, Adrian Veidt says to Jonathan, uh, Doctor Manhattan, the big blue dude. He goes, "I did the right thing in the end, right?" And Manhattan goes, "In the end, Adrian, nothing ends. Nothing ever ends." And that's such an important line because in Adrian's mind, the whole thing is about the ends justify the means. But if there's no such thing as an end because nothing ends, how can the ends justify the means? You know what I mean? It's a it's a really important question about the morality of everything. But in the movie, they give that line to Laurie, this little woman, and she goes, not the little woman. Okay, fine. But she's just she's a stupid woman. How's that? (laughs) She's stupid. Don't give me that look. Laurie's stupid. Whatever. Anyway, so they give the line to a different character. How's that? And she go and it makes it into this sappy romantic comedy line. She's like, I know what John would say. Nothing ever ends. And it's just like so stupid. I'm like, what the hell? That just ruins it. Ah! There you go. <laughs> well, I would change that back to what it was in the book. There you go. Um so there you go. I mean, I, I thought of
0: another
1: one, a very quick one. Um, one, of my, one of my favorite intros to a film that is Watchmen. I love the Bob Dylan thing at the
2: start. Hey, oh, montage. There's so much information in that montage. As so you read good. the book, you get the background of all those people. Oh, it's so important. Yeah.
0: No, one of my favorite stars to a film is Magnolia.
2: I still haven't seen that. Oh, I
0: haven't great. seen that. It's really great. Respect. My
2: favorite starts of movies are Fight Club. Because of music and they're going through the brain and everything.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cool.
2: Actually, there's three. Fight Club, (laughs) The Island of Dr. Moreau was a horrible movie, but the opening credits were awesome because there's this fast-paced music and there's all this close-up of these cells and DNA and stuff. Yeah. And then the other one was Limitless because they had that constant zooming. Is that the
1: the Bradley Cooper thing? I don't know who Bradley Cooper is. got a long hair. He's he's Al Pacino in it as well.
2: No, 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 no. Limitless was the one that came out pretty recently about the drug that means you can use all of your brain.
1: Oh, that's it. (laughs) What? No, hang on. What? It's got Bradley Cooper in it. That movie. Limitless. I don't know who Bradley
2: Cooper is, but Al Pacino is not in Limitless. Oh, is he not? Who's, he? Is it, who's the other big name in it then? I don't remember there being any big names, but I'll look it up. Anyway, the opening credits are cool because it was just zooming, 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 zooming forever, and I thought it would have to change or hey, something.
1: Robert didn't... De Niro. Is he? Is he? Robert De Niro is in Limitless with Bradley Cooper. It is Bradley
2: Cooper. No, I don't think De Niro's in it. Oh, no. Yeah, he is. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, I thought there was big nightmare in it. Look, <laughs> he's in it. I
2: not remember who he plays.
1: And
0: it's got a great opening.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's got a cool opening, so whatever. It's no, not the greatest <laughs> movie in the world, but it's fun. Um, no, fun the only, I was going to say, the only other
0: ending i would changed that I've just suddenly thought of uh, isn't really a very sort of well-known film. It's a, a Portuguese film. I think I think it was Portuguese. It was either Portuguese or Spanish called Wreck. I've seen that. Right? And, yeah, and Spanish, mate. Yeah, Spanish. And at the end, right, there's a bit where the, right. the lady sticks her head in the attic, and this thing happens, and it was the perfect place to end the movie. But yeah, then it yeah. went on for about another ten minutes afterwards, and I thought, do you know what, they could have just ended it just there, and it would have been brilliant, because it would have left I'll it hanging.
2: Let's do Terminator 2. As soon as he's dropping it again, spoilers for Terminator 2. <laughs> Great. <laughs>
0: Morning, morning,
2: morning. In case you never got around to seeing it, uh, when he's being lowered into the liquid metal and he gives the thumbs up, perfect cut yeah. it credits. Oh, they got to cut to Sarah Connor driving down the highway at night. Life is like a shut up.
0: Yeah, no, I I like it. I, I prefer it. I prefer it to be left a bit, you know, yeah. ambiguous and not really sure what happens after that point. No, so no, we get they, left up to you to decide. No, did they all die? Did they not it, die? Did they it, get they still, away? Did they not? Yeah, I much prefer uh,
2: that. One. What, I'm a- the best opening or the ending, because you don't know if it's real or if it's not. Oh, <laughs> Look, um, you
0: don't even understand that
1: film, let alone what the freak's going on. I understand. It's pretty easy. Oh, <laughs> best, best uh, one of my favourite starts. There it is. One of my favourite starts uh, to a film. It's an awful film. So bad. But the intro is so good. It's it's a film called Belly, and it's got DMX in it and Nas. That's yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've heard about it. <laughs> right, and the film is terrible. Like, I watched the start, and I was super impressed by it. I was super impressed by the scene, the light, and everything. It was fantastic. The music, brilliant. So cool, right? I got 10 minutes in. I thought, this this film absolutely sucks balls. <laughs> it's so bad, right? I just thought, oh, man. And I just watched the intro again, because <laughs> I thought it was so good.
0: <laughs> there was another film back in the 80s called BMX Bandits, right? And yeah. the... Pretty <laughs> the- it was really oh, I thought what's this film right now no it is was really oh, terrible
2: go back to video games it was really win. terrible
0: but just to, just to finish right the, the, the opening to that film was a camera strapped to the forks of the, of the bike and it was just this dude riding through a town <laughs> yeah it was really terrible uh, okay so, uh, so the next one here we go we better move on because that was the longest take time topic ever I don't think we've got time for the news. I don't think we will have time for the news. right next one's from Elite which is a great name because that's a great game that's a great game. That is Elite. Uh, anyway, he says this. He or she uh, says, Saints Row the Third, four foot purple
1: dildo, too far or not far enough? I so, think if they put a, a, a chocolate homunculus in the game, that might be too far. Did you know what? I feel like Saints Row the Third, nothing really is too far. If they put Danny Dyer's chocolate homunculus <laughs> in the game, that would have been too far.
0: I don't know. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That that's far enough, to be honest. Maybe if they put a fart goblin in there, that would have been too far. Mm, no, probably still not far enough, to be honest. No, I think uh, I think it's just right. The whole, whole purple deal. Uh, that sets the tone.
0: Yeah, uh, no, but I think I think to be fair, they could get away with pretty much anything. They put anything in there, and people would go, "Oh yeah, Saints rather is fine."
2: I I don't know that they can go further than spraying liquid shit on everything. <laughs> oh, <I don't> no, far <laughs> as far As you can go.
0: I'm sure they could think of something. <laughs> ah. I'm sure they oh, could think of something.
1: I don't think they could go far, further than <laughs> putting bit make... of a plane to, to Kanye West's power and, <laughs> you know, streaking in the street and spraying yeah. Killing shit, everybody.
3: Yeah. 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 Oh,
2: and I want to make this clear, because there's a lot of talk about, oh, Saints Row the third spraying feces on everything. That's in Saints Row 2. Yep. It it appeared in the second one. Oh yeah, I remember people talking I about didn't that. Didn't mention that, but whatever.
0: So, uh, I <laughs> think that's, I don't think there's, I don't think there's any more we can say about that.
2: Well, we have to. We got a minute and a half. Yeah, yeah but what know? else can you say about saying? Oh. You well, know, if you change the ending of a movie. What about a game? Is there any game you'd change the ending of? We've done endings. We've done endings. God, I've changed the ending of
0: freaking pretty much every game I've ever played. Why? Because most of them are crap.
2: Like, give me an example. Uh, well, of crap Portal's endings. Crap, Portal Two is not crap. Uh, yeah, but they're, 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 they're the are sort uh, of Half exceptions. Crap ending. Yeah, Black Ops Two. Mm. Oh, uh, Half Life Two. I said Half Life Two is great because that's a great game but they're, they're,
0: they're the exceptions to the rule most every other game you play is pretty rubbish you, you could pick as many great games as you want and I'd go yeah the ending is pretty good Red Dead Redemption, that's okay, a great
2: ending they're clearly trying to set themselves up for a sequel and you just you want it to just be ending and instead it's dragging it out dragging the, it out. the other problem with games
0: are that most of the time the stories you don't care about the story. so when you do get to the end you don't really care about the ending either yeah, you know, most of the time, you just like, oh, I don't know, I bother. Whatever happens will happen. It's
1: you know, none. and you know, Mass Effect Three, I guess, that, is an example. Even though I know what we can talk about, I'm watching the start of BMX Bandits right there. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm just wondering—you just happen to have that queued up? I just want to then... see the moment where you said to your wife, "Hey, love, <laughs> do you do you fancy watching this B.O. Exponders it looks like it could be good no you
0: know when I was 14 it was a great film
1: alright oh, <laughs> say no more that
0: is an old film they just finished
1: their their little ride now 1983 it was made yeah, it's a very old film before <laughs> I was born it is it's, it's great I love that film so. yeah, the whole film is on YouTube so they're obviously <laughs> not uh, not really bothered about it it's just putting that and distributing that
2: that way Then they will if they try to make people yeah. buy it yeah, uh,
1: it's
0: great Okay, so final egg-timer topic before we do maybe one piece of news and then do emails. Uh, So, are you ready for this? Uh, 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 uh. Um, Okay, this is from Extra Flux, and uh, he or she says this, the sequel that you wish was never made. So, Duke, the sequel you wish was never made. Final
2: Fantasy VIII, that really irritated me, because after Final Fantasy VII, we were all so stoked and then 8, first of all, the art was different. So in 7, every you know, the characters are very anime style. They're kind of blocky. And in 8, they made them try to look realistic. So they're all tall, and they look weird, and they walk weird, and the story wasn't very good, and the environments were crummy. So uh, to this day, I don't know. I, there are people who like 8, and I just don't understand why. So I wish they had never made Final Fantasy 8. 9 was good. They got back to the basics on 9. They realized they had screwed up an 8, and so they made 9 good. 9 was nine was fun.
0: Well, I, I've got to say uh, Final Fantasy thirteen right? Because that is 10 hours I will never get back. You know, yeah. and, and it was it just terrible. And people keep going, oh, it's brilliant if you like it. be fine if you do this gem and whatever. I was like, yeah. what? what? I hated that game. I really did. It did nothing for me. And the other one, the other one is Assassin's Creed Revelations.
1: Mm. Uh-huh. just like, why? No, I was thinking about Assassin's Creed Revelations. Um, I think that game might get a little bit too much flack because the, the one thing I did like about Assassin's Creed Revelations was that it wrapped up Ezio and Altair's story. Now, I've, I know that they didn't need to be wrapped up. And I've got to hear you, Stu. That it, 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 it was an unnecessary sequel. But, like, the, the story they told... With those characters, I, I liked them. They're just yeah. memorable. I still remember them. The way that Altair like ends, that's a cool kind of moment.
0: Yeah, I guess I just found it. I don't know. I just found it a bit boring. I mean, I it's not like a boring.
1: Great sequel, no doubt, but it's. I don't know if I'd put
2: it as like a game I wish they'd never
1: made. I enjoyed it. I, I but like at the same time, there was a lot of frustrating things with it. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I I still I still would recommend it if you if someone's like a really big Assassin's Creed fan. Recommend it. Mm. And what about you, Chini? Bioshock 2. I knew that would coming. Yeah.
0: But you should give it a go, actually. It isn't that bad. I will give it a go one day. It isn't as bad as you think it is. You know, they did a pretty good job. And to be fair, they are making a very cool game now. Uh, the guys who made um, Bioshock 2. Uh, or made is some it? stuff. I mean, they made Minerva's Den, then they did the DLC. But they've they're gone home. Uh, we I
1: sh- thought they made uh, Dishonored.
0: No, some of them yeah, no, some of them went off to make Dishonored. Now, the people who made the DLC, which was Minerva's Den, uh, formed a new studio called Fulbright and they're making Gone Home at the moment, which is looking very good. Uh, which I think Duke will love.
1: So, what are 2K Maroon doing there? I have no idea. Oh, I, I feel, like I, feel like, like I should know. This. Multiplayer?
0: Uh, what, Gone Home?
2: No, my Bioshock Infinite is not going to have a multiplayer. No, well, this that's good. Section
3: can serve no purpose anymore,
0: and so it shouldn't have. I mean, yeah. Dishonored has proved this year that you don't have to have a multiplayer to sell lots of games. You it's know, true. you don't need to do it. Uh, but yeah, no, just going back to Gone Home, I think Jude would love it. It's um, it's a first person adventure game. You know, much in the same vein as Walking Dead, etc., etc. Story
1: driven, uh, abandoned house. Don't really know why the. Look. Ah, there you go. Two k are doing the the first person XCom game. Ah, they go. oh god. Yep. I knew and, they were doing something. Moving on, uh, but yeah, it's
0: it's looking pretty good. Gone home, so um, I'm I've got a high. Get your Facebook comment junkies. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, so that's it for the for the egg timer topics. So um, at this at this point, we'll do maybe. Let me have a look at time. <laughs> Let's do emails. Maybe one one yeah, piece of news. One piece, pick one piece, Chinny.
1: Okay, one piece of news. Um. Okay, 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 okay. All right, I won't pick any of yours because you're. Be right. What news first? We are we gonna go through the T H Q bundle stuff? Yeah.
0: Yeah, or but not? we can talk about that because obviously, right? I'll I'll give an update on where he's up to.
1: <laughs> so much for Chinny's
0: news. No, no, I'll just give an update on the price. Or do you want, want to do that? Let
2: chinny give an update on the price. Oh, I can
0: do. I didn't. I thought he meant to just go through what's in it, etc., etc. I was just going to go through what was in it.
2: Okay, Stu, give us an update on the price. Okay, when we
0: started the show, it was just over a million dollars, and since we've been recording the show, it is now one million three hundred twenty-three thousand. Uh, so it's, it's oh, near, yeah, over a quarter of a million dollars in the last hour and a half or so, and it's just going up. It's like watching a ticker tape go. Yeah, I can see it. It's frightening. Oh, uh, yeah, look. It's just going up. Cool. Yeah, I love it. I mean, they, they, they're they on so, something. So, Chinny, what's in the bundle? Let's go through
1: this. I'm just trying to see all the list of games. Where's the list of it? Uh, if you go on the Humble page? It's all there. I'm on the Humble page. Is it just all those in front of you there? Yeah, all of those. All of those. Okay. I thought there'd be more. Um, what do you want for $5? <laughs> more. So. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Um... So you got Saints Row the Third, which is locked, but you got to pay over the average of four dollars sixty-three. So it's it's not locked for it's not it's not massive deal uh, for something else. Uh, Darksiders siders one. Uh, Metro twenty thirty-three. Red Faction Armageddon. Company of Heroes. Company of Heroes oppos- um, opposing fronts. And Company of Heroes: Tales of Valor. I mean, that's that's pretty a lot of it. I mean,
0: right? Let's go through these. Saints Row the Third, really good. I think they could have chucked in a couple more though. <laughs> but it's <he's>, it's, <he's, laughs> The only the only the only one I don't know about the Company of Heroes games. I've never played any of those. So that, I don't know apparently,
1: the, look, like, um, there's two reasons. What there's two games I would play if I had a, a, a shit top PC. Really. Company of Heroes. Yep. Sim City. Bang. So I I really, really like the look of Company of Heroes. Oh, Uh, so it's uh, meant to
0: be pretty good then?
1: Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's available on Steam Play.
0: I don't know. But uh, maybe. It may. Hmm.
1: Whatever. Um, but the, 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 for See me to
0: standouts here, Metro 2033, which...
1: It, it, I still haven't played that.
0: It's punishing in places, don't get me wrong, and you've really got to conserve your ammo, or you've got to really think about your gas masks, etc. But if you I, play... i heard
1: you say that probably a hundred times.
0: Yeah, if you play by the game's rules, you'll get through it. And it's well worth it, the endings. I like, go again, out I
1: like, the, outside
0: I, the walls, man. Yeah, the ending of that game I liked. Saints Row the Third, again. Dark is, is a good game. Outsiders is good. Red Faction Armageddon, not so much. Not so much. Not so much. Um, but in addition to that, you also get the soundtracks for Saints Row the Third, Darksiders, Red Faction Armageddon, and two of the Company of Heroes games. That's
1: good. So you get all that as well. A bit of a bonus there.
0: Yeah, I've got to say, that is that is a bar- the bargain of the year. You know when we talked about the orange box being the bargain of the year? Yeah. No, this this really is. A... I'm going to sneak
1: in some news because it's rockstar news. Rockstar news, everyone. Over 100,000 petition uh, for the PC port of Grand Theft uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. As we know, GTA 5 isn't going straight to the PC, but there's been an online petition for it. So, but do you think that really will make any difference?
0: Do you think the rockstar are going to all oh, right? Then go on. We'll we'll invest a couple of million dollars or whatever to do this. Well, it
1: might bring it out quicker. It won't bring it out day and date, but it might bring it out quicker. But there isn't any confirmed one at all, is there? There will be. Of course, there will be. There hasn't been. Has so, yeah. There's a rockstar that listen. Right, it'll come out twenty thirteen. Sorry, twenty thirteen. Uh, I reckon maybe Septemberish. Maybe maybe a little bit earlier than that. I guess. They always do it. Max Payne 3, they did it. Um, L.A. Noada did it. Red Dead Redemption, they did it. Same thing, every time. Okay, then. I'll take I'll word. work has massive modification communities, so, yeah, there's no way that it won't happen.
0: All right, then.
1: All right, you've convinced me.
0: Okay, at this point, we do need to do emails and I get out, out out of here. So, let's do some emails. Oh,
1: Whoa, well, that ruled. Stu? Yes. You, have to, you forgot to read out Greg's email.
0: I know I did. I know, and I did send him an apology as well. I did send him a, an apology saying I'd forgotten your email. I did say that to him. So I He had a word with me. He says, Stu didn't read out my email. I did send him an email, so he does know. He doesn't know. He was crying, Stu. I know. So here we go. But we did. I did say in the email, we read it out on the original recording, and then didn't read it out when we did the second one. So, you know. All right, let's do it then. It did get read out, and then it didn't.
3: Let's so here search. we go.
0: Feedback for podcast 148. Okay. He says, hello, gents. Hello. First off, I want to congratulate the team on successfully recording the whole show from start to finish. Well, it didn't quite happen that way. <laughs> Yeah, well, I know how hard it can be to get the show all set up, but remember to hit the little record button. Record buttons should be made much bigger and brighter for us older folk. We need that big flashy thingy to help keep our laser minds focused. Uh, Speaking of being focused, I was a bit thrown off by comments about Halo 4's reviews being a bit mixed bag, uh, which I explained last week, but obviously you never heard any of that. Uh, Where is he getting his data? Checking the Metacritic out. 73 are considered positive, 3 are mixed, and 1 is negative. The lowest positive review was 78, and the only positive review in the 70s range, everything else, was somewhere from 80 or higher. Now, the reason I said that was not that it it was mixed, but to me, right, a Halo game, I'm expecting 9s and 10s off pretty much everybody. That's what I'm expecting, but we did get quite a lot of 8s, right? I'm not saying that makes it a bad game, and it doesn't. But to me, if you're making a Halo game, you're expecting pretty much 9s and 10s across... I a... would call that a mixed bag. No, but I guess it didn't just put
1: it in the right way. But that's what I meant. That's what I, I what I call it a mixed bag. is a game... Like, I agree. Early premonition, or I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with him. But I, I was more mean in the fact I, I was He's shocked. Expecting higher scores. Yeah, I was shocked that it was across the board. Yes,
0: you know, okay. I, I get
1: So I do. Because I do... This bag would imply that. Some people hate yeah, the game, so I don't please. think there are many people that dislike Halo Four.
0: Look, it... I could, I, I could less what you're saying. There you go. You see? Ah, uh, e. See, it's just a misinterpretation of what I said. Uh, the one negative review was a 20, but if you're here, I, I'd totally dismiss that anyway. Um, but yeah, I was more just looking at it, yeah, because I, I think if you look at previous Halo games, it was nearly all 9s and 10s on the majority of them. Well, I think those was a few 8s. Maybe, but not as many as this one. But that could be just people going, no, it's not being made by Bungie, whatever. It's not, it's not
1: it's different.
0: Whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, one other puzzling topic that was brought up was the complaint about the 360's Internet Explorer being slow. I can't speak to why you found it slow on your end, but I found the browser to be fairly snappy loading up the pages. Uh, could it be the porn sites you were visiting? And, I, and again, I explained the reason for this. I didn't necessarily mean it was slow, but unless you had a keyboard it was a bit slow to input stuff into it using the on-screen keyboard. So unless you have a chat pad, it's not that quick to input things in. So I have no idea, unless you had one of those, why you would But that's bother- an overall complaint of the Xbox anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know why you would use it when you can use every, any other device that you've got pretty much on the internet in a probably easier way. So it wasn't, I didn't mean it was slow to load up. It was just slow to input into it and actually use it. No, that's what I meant. Anyway, I feel like I'm doing is now. is just explaining myself. Anyway, uh, that, re- that reminds me of one other item. Uh, flash support on the 360 browser. I don't know if the podcast team are aware, but Adobe recently announced it was dropping flash support for mobile and tablet and focusing on the PC side as well as mobile apps, and have begun to heavily support HTML5. Uh, the 360 is utilising a mobile tablet version of IE, thus it would make no sense in trying to put flash support in there when Adobe itself uh, won't support it. Eh, uh, fair enough, whatever, whatever, whatever. Ah, uh, see, just say, uh, I'm sorry I was wrong, go on. Well, I'm not necessarily, I'm wrong, because we don't, no, ah, you can you know, But my opinion is, they wouldn't want people playing free games on the 360, which is what they could do if they had Flash. Anyway, so that's just my two or three cents, great show, boys, as always, keep up the great work, next show, and hit the record repeatedly. Cheers. Thank you, Greg. So thank you, and I'm sorry it took her two weeks to read your email, but I did read it. But he just didn't we get.
1: Got, we got it, Sue. We got it. I did. I read it. I read it. Honestly, I did. Oh.
0: Uh, okay. Next one's from Seth. It. Seth McNitt. This was sent on the night of the recording, but I was like, "There's no way I was reading out another email." Uh, he says, "Encore, encore." Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Congrats on 150 chiddy I, too, still really want to play Sleeping Dogs. I do agree with Stu, though, that the size of some of these open-world games, although awesome, can be quite daunting. I will be jumping the backlog a bit and picking up a few newer games on Black Friday, Assassin's Creed 3, as I mentioned, Dishonored and Spec Ops The Line, all look to be purchases this week. Playing the AC3 multiplayer at all, Chini? Uh
1: No, no, I haven't jumped into it yet, because you, you do have to have an online pass for this one, um, and I just haven't... Activate it yet? Maybe I should. Maybe I should give it a go, but uh, I don't know. Um, just not that interested in it because people don't play Assassin's Creed Multiplayer correctly. Are oh, they? Uh, so fuck them. I hear the co-op competitive Wolfpack mode is a hoot. Uh, in other
0: news, I'll finally be getting that editorial I mentioned before too long as my schedule has cleared up a bunch. Uh, thanks again, guys, and thanks for the shout box for all the well wishes, Seth McNitt or Seth McBarrick, uh Burr Salem. There you go.
2: Thank you, Bur Salem.
1: So there you go. Thank Thank you for the next one. The next one, Rob Mick. That is, you go for it. Right. Uh, Hi, guys. Just wanted to write uh, an email thanking you for introducing me to the amazing game that is Curiosity. I have been chipping away with joy for days now. Such an immersive experience. I cannot wait to find out what's in the middle. What a genius that man is. Okay. Just carry on. Just carry on. <laughs> no comment there. No comment there. No, no. Okay. Carry on. Uh, on a different note, I still don't get the praise of Steam. It is very. It is a very odd concept, and I still don't understand why I need this program running when I buy a copy of a game from a shop. Uh, it hasn't helped me be able to play Civ Five. Duke getting Duke fueled up. Duke fuelled a new attempt to play this, a game which I have never been able to play since launch, which is a long time ago. In short, I think Steam is pants. I wish someone would prove me wrong, but Xbox Live is still far better. Plug play works. No messing around.
3: Well,
0: do you know what? Right, okay. We, We don't do the fanboy thing here, so
1: whatever, whatever. Yeah. That's all I've really got to say. All I'll say about that comment is there's not a lot of people that agree with you, Rob. No. Uh, but anyway.
0: Um, thing, just to mention, and I didn't mention this earlier, you know when he's like the plug and play thing, whatever, whatever, right? If you download a game from Steam and it needs an update, it does it exactly the same as Xbox Live, so it'll automatically update the game for you. So there's none of that old having to patch a game stuff to do anymore. Steam just does it all automatically.
1: Okay, okay, Steam's okay. yeah. great. Uh, on the subject of game length and value, I like a long game that gives me great value for money, but Stu loves smaller. Titles. If games we were broken, listen, didn't you? Uh, if games were broken up into chapters, a la Walking Dead, would this make everybody happy? A game that came in one package but had clear defined chapters uh, of about eight hours where you could walk away for a month and then start like uh next like a new game or just uh play through. If that's how you would like it, would you put up with that, Stu? I would love that. I would love every game to be like that. So if, like, like a game like Assassin's Creed had, like, uh, four or five big chapters in it, and he went, like, this is the end of the chapter, you can just stop here and you'll be fine. Yeah, I would love it. Love that. I think every game should come out like Do
2: that. Do you like this? No.
0: Why not? Why? why not?
2: I play it when I have time to play it. Sometimes I don't have time to be playing little segments and chunks and stuff. Well, you know, I but... have a day and I need to hey, play. Ain't nobody got time for that! Alright, alright.
0: But well, that's the whole point, isn't it? Yeah,
3: that's
0: can... Yeah, but that's the whole point because you can play three hours of a game and then you finish. If you... And if you want to play another episode, you can do. If you don't, you just stop there. But well, no, you've got a bit of a finish, haven't you? You've got an end. It's
2: not all out yet. Well, yeah, but that, that made it better. It's like watching a TV show, it's good. But if I have a Saturday and it's the only day I have to play games that week and then only one segment is out at three hours, I'm done. Uh, I'm I like,
1: what, what oh. Rob was getting at is what if the, the game came on the disc as normal but it was broken uh, up into sections. That's,
2: and... Yeah, that's fine. Who cares? We okay. is
1: it like Alan Way, which, I, which, again, I
0: enjoyed for that. Like you
2: had me and then you lost me. Yeah,
0: I I'm, yeah. not...
2: right, so I'm, about...
0: oh, I'm sorry, but Duke, all the episodes of The Walking Dead are out now, so you've no
1: excuse. Carry on. And it's also coming out on disk. So, Duke, uh, th- this is what he said in the email. Duke, go on Xbox Rewards, fill out a two-minute survey, and earn ten Microsoft points, play, Points, please. <laughs> then you will have enough to go wild with. <laughs> oh. It's true. Um, oh, by the way, what I said about Curiosity was bull. Uh, bazinga. Stu, uh, if you devote more time talking about Mr. Molyneux rather than... Um, us hearing Chinny's news, I may go on a rampage. He's a dick. I, I hope he meant Molyneux, not me. Uh, don't fuel his ego by talking about him. You are just making yourself out to be an idiotic fanatic. How is that even possible? All I've done last week
0: was criticise his stupid game. Yeah, but... You keep talking about it. I know, but I talk about it because he's an interesting character. But it doesn't mean to say I'm a fanatic. I don't. You
1: know, that's why you tell like an idiot? I'm
0: fanatic. sorry for him because he's totally deluded. Yeah, whatever. You know, and and to be honest with you, I've had people tweeting me this week saying it's my fault that he said he's going to die soon <laughs> because saying been mean, horrible about him and because of all the stick he's got, he's going to die soon or something weird. I don't know. Um, I'm I'm not an idiotic fanatic, and you know,
1: I I, I like it. <laughs> Of course you know. I like you're not. It, but uh, it, Rob finishes off the email by saying game's that, stupid. That, is, <laughs> that is all. Keep up with the good work, uh, Duke and Chinny. No mention of that. Blessed with the patience, you are both stew well. Lo, whatever, whatever, whatever. Who cares? Thank
2: you very much, Robin.
0: Yeah, well, you can say that. I don't fucking want to thank him for giving me stick. Whatever. Hey, Lo, I'm just saying. That's love, all. Love, I'm just saying. All right. Don't point the
1: hand that feeds just you. What's he feeding me, we don't get paid. <laughs> I don't know. But he's a bright guy by the way, you know, I'll like give you some shit, that's brilliant.
0: <laughs> well, whatever, whatever, What's going on mean? here? No, I said whatever about sixteen times. Okay, movie. <laughs> Alright. And email. I can't edit any of those out, so that's just the way it is. Next email. Okay, here we go. Uh the next the next email is called Curiosity. <laughs> oh my god. I know. <laughs> Uh, This one's from Fraser Moore's uh, Fumu. He says this. Hi, gents. um, I haven't played Curiosity, but I am fascinated by Stu's rants. Stu, if it makes you feel any better, many years ago I went to a party at Peter Molyneux's house. I'd love this to be true. I'm assuming it is. He doesn't come across as the type of guy who'd tell a story, you know, so... Uh, at the end of the night, there was a huge stack of beer at one of the t- in one of the tents. I hadn't removed any Peter's cubes, but I did remove 72 cans of his stellar Artois. <laughs> Keep up the good work, food move. P.S. He is a cool guy. He had a DeLorean in his driveway if that is true I love that story oh my god <laughs> that is brilliant so uh, yeah well cool for you I love that uh, look he's a cool guy I think he's alright leave him alone he's stupid and deluded but leave him alone idiotic okay I'll do the next one because this has to be sung are we ready for this alright okay I like to move it move it I like to move it move it I like to move it move it you like to
1: shit audience participation were crap there man we're just yeah. in awe, mate. We're just in awe of what just happened here.
4: <laughs> I know. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. You like to move it. I like to There's
2: your audience participation.
0: Ah, well, I guess I'll have to do with that. No, uh, anyway.
2: I'm sorry.
0: It's from Chris Williams. It's a big monster. Here we go. <laughs> it's a monster, monster. <sighs> right, let's start. Evening, chaps. Hello. Evening. evening. Uh, it's been a while, so I thought I'd drop you a line for a bit of a ramble. Uh, the first thing I wanted to mention was Portal 2. The In Motion DLC, which has recently come onto PSN and uses the Move controller to add a couple of new mechanics, giving a great excuse to dust off a classic. Or, if you do, you've just got it on Steam with loads of mods. Uh, once I'd sorted out the Move calibration, I quickly found it a great way to control the game. With... With the one-on-one accuracy of the move perfect for aiming portals which can now be dragged around and rotated before being placed. This brings in other possibilities for puzzles. For example, at one point I found myself strafing across in front of a turret dragging a light bridge in a portal along with me for cover. Very cool. Next up are the stretchable boxes. You can pick up a box and stretch it by holding a trigger and moving the move away from the control to increase the size or change its shape. As you can now reach into the screen with any of the liftable objects, these can be accurately placed into position to build a bridge, block, uh, drop blocks up onto one button, or even push two separate buttons on opposite sides of the mat simultaneously by elongating a block or straddling it with two portals at once. All of the new mechanics fit into the rest of the game very naturally and none of it feels forced or unnecessary. Uh, For an added bit of class, the move ball also glows orange or blue, depending on which portals you are firing. All of the good things you would expect from the standard Portal Chambers are still there, like light bridges, gels and turrets, and the fiendish complex but actually quite simple puzzles Portal is known for is still well and truly in place. You can even replay the main game with the move, and which can be done via a free patch if you want to shell out for the DLC. The only real bum note, though, is the lack of any story or even GLaDOS or Wheatley, which is a bit of a shame. It still makes you feel like a genius, though, even when you have spent 30 minutes doing uh, being unbelievably dense. Uh, solving the puzzle still gives you that buzz that we all know and love. It's probably a pretty niche group, but if you have Portal 2 on the PS3 and have a move, I wouldn't think twice about picking it up. Now, I have Portal 2 on the PS3, but I haven't got a move. Bang! never know. Who knows? Uh, I also want to say how much I'm enjoying being a Vita owner. It's getting a bit of flight due to lack of support and poor sales, but I am absolutely loving it. The addition of PS Plus last week has meant that existing PS Plus subscribers immediately get Uncharted, Golden Abyss, Gravity Rush, Wipeout 2048 and more for free. With the free games changing each month like they do on the PS3. So that's kind of cool. I've got to say, if they're going to save it, they need to be doing stuff like that. So that's good. Mm. Uh, cloud saves and various other bits and bobs have also polished the experience. In addition to PS Plus, Sony has also now released an indie dev kit to encourage uh, development of indie games for the Vita and the PlayStation mobile platform, which I think is another good move. That's good. Uh, this will add another string to Vita, bow, and is definitely another reason to be excited about what this fascinatingly capable device, which just isn't seeing the love it deserves from
1: third-party developers... What would you develop on the Vita though? I don't know. Why? Why would you do it? It costs uh, j- almost just as much as it would develop on a console.
0: But if they've given it a cheap, you know, a cheap development kit,
1: you know, that's cheap. No, it- I'm not not for an indie. I'm I'm talking about for a big third party. Oh no, I agree. Because why would you do it? Because, why would you do it because people aren't going to buy them, so it's it's pointless. If I if I was a big developer making like I, I, I was capable of making a game on a Vita, I'd make a game on a console instead. Yeah, but the other problem you've got is right. Say, for instance, they made a big game on a console. It's
0: not like they can just port it to the Vita,
1: you know? Yeah, they, no. But like, you don't want to, you don't want to make a, a game for the Vita and port, like, port it to the the console the other way around because it would look shit. Yeah,
0: exactly. But that's what I'm saying. That cannot work. So they'd have to make it from the ground up, and it costs a lot of money, doesn't it, to develop? Yeah, anything. That's what
1: I'm saying. Like, yeah, why would you? There's no, uh, there's no incentive to to develop for the Vita. There isn't. Very, very hard to persuade. The only, re, the only decent games. Coming on the Vita are mostly coming from either downloadable games or first-party games. No, I do. I can't disagree with you there. So tr- that's why the Vita's struggling.
0: Yeah. Anyway, he says, uh, He says I'm still loving the MotorStorm RC. I, say, I played that quite a bit on the PS3, but I've not played it for a while. It's good, though. It's good fun. Mm. And seeing the ghost of your friend speed off ahead of you means that one more go compulsion is really strong. If anyone is playing it, feel free to add me... Uh, so i got some more times to aim for. The live show was great fun last week with the chat box carnage and Duke's Cartoon Club hilarious. Oh. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next one and definitely wish you did more of them regularly. Yeah, but then people will get bored if we did them all the time. It's
1: true. We, we did we, them every week, no, yeah.
0: pick the numbers down and yeah. yeah, Next one's Game of the Year, so we'll be doing that. Uh, really? After, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll do I remember it. having this chat. Yeah, i we'll about it. We did that live. We always did. We did that live last year. Yeah. So. Mm. Anyway, actually, here's a question. What do you three do with yourselves whilst you are podcasting? I know Duke and Chinny sometimes play games, but do you sit up, lie down, stare off in space, play on in the internet, draw doodles? Shu never really sounds distracted, but is that just he's better at multitasking? No. No, it's just that, that I only focus on the podcast. Shu's
1: got his attention on the podcast all the time. I do. So It, differs, it differs with me. Um, I've stopped playing games while podcasting. Now. I used to do that. Uh, but I stopped it because I don't know. I just it's hard to kinda of concentrate. Um but yeah, usually I just kind of what I've started to do is go on Facebook. I've been on the Veteran Gamers Facebook while we while we record the show, update that. Um I look at like kind of uh metacritic. That's something they do when I'm podcasting. Absolutely. But I don't I don't lie down. I don't um lie down at all. That'd be dangerous. I think I'd be going into Skuldugger territory if I was starting to lie down. That is dangerous. Yeah, because it's quite late when we record this, so... Uh, for me and Stu, anyway, so... It is. Probably end up falling asleep. Mind you, I don't fall asleep too easily. Duke, what do you do when we were recording the show?
2: Uh, normally I'm playing games these days, but today the Duchess needed her laptop, so I couldn't reboot into Steam or go to the other room and play the Black Ops 2 like I was planning to, so... I've just been derping around on the internet.
0: So, can I ask you a question? So, so when you say so, you so you've sometimes been playing games on Steam while you're doing the podcast. So, you've got two computers running side by side, then.
2: Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous.
0: Wow, that is crazy. Yep. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> so. Gee, you don't do anything, do you? You just... No, no, I never do anything apart because I have to concentrate because I have to see what everyone's saying. I always, I'm also checking the time nearly all the time. That's the main thing I'm doing. And also deciding when we need to move on or when, when we, whether we've got time for one more thing or not.
1: You decide when we're going to move on? Feels yeah. like we never move on. Well, we
0: do. We do because we always make the show about time. <laughs> yeah. And I'm getting to that point now where I'm looking. Um, uh, and then he say he finishes off with uh, Have you tried this, dear Esther parody, uh, parody game? Maybe Stu and Jute will find some common ground with it. It's called uh, Fuck This Jam, dear Esteban. So, I had played that. I thought it was pretty funny. I haven't got around to it yet, so we'll talk about it next week. So <laughs> ridiculous really, and absurd
2: and very it. short and well done.
0: I'll do that next week. Anyway, that's probably enough from me. I'm off to sneak into Stu's house while he's asleep again to whisper, Oh numpty? Are you sure you're recording this in his ear?" Sleep well. Chris, hello, 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 hello. which is chris mjw by the way so thank you very much for that we like chris he's a nice
1: guy right i'll do a will cu- g- to give you a, to give you a bit of a break that was a big email uh um, yeah yeah, yeah. you, do, you, do you can next... do you can do jason uh hold on where's jason goliher is he my spam
0: ah oh, wait a minute he may have sent it just to me though, because he sometimes sends... uh, so i've
1: got a neil stenty yeah you do that one and i'll unfortunately uh, do jason <laughs> um Right, this is from Neil, and he says, was in the local Chinese Takeaway listening to the live show podcast when Duke played the nerd sound clipped, uh, clip. Uh, pissed myself laughing. I was in my work clothes. Uh, he works on a building site. Nerd! There you go, Neil. And I'm currently attempting to grow uh, a Jesus-like beard. So I look like a crazy homeless man. A pointless story, but I thought I would share. Uh, here, I hope there's uh, another 150 and beyond. Uh, much love, Parker. Thank you very much, Parker. I think Neil. he's new. That's a new emailer, isn't it? It's a new email. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't
0: think he's ever emailed the show. No, before. I don't recognise his name. So thank you very much. That was cool, and I think the Robin was—I I didn't recognise the Robin one Robin either. Mick, Rob no,
3: Mick.
0: No, that was new. Maybe new, but he may have emailed the show before. Not sure. I don't know. I don't it know. sort of rings a bell. Um, so thank you very much for those, uh, and uh, this is the last one. We have got two more, but they've come in this week, so they'll be on next week's show. So fair no, enough. Me. Yeah. Uh, this one is from Whew, Jason. <laughs> There you go. I thought that was kind of a good one.
1: I thought uh, you'd it a little bit like... No. You know,
0: like... Uh, sorry. Story time. Take a deep breath or neuter it. Um, here we go. Why do some of us love punishing games? At 21, I went off to boot camp. Everyone said I was setting myself up for torture, abuse, possible alien probing. Within my first hour, this was ringing true. 150 guys, including myself, stood there naked in a large circle. The doctors were in the middle just waiting to probe us. Well, they called it a physical. One doctor yelled, everyone turn around and bend over and don't laugh. She then told us to spread our cheeks. As everyone bent over laughing, I was fully aware I was about to be screwed. Boot camp was a nightmare. But you know what? I wouldn't change it for the world. I treasure the adventures I had saving my country. Even that time in the public shower with short Duck Dong and his overdose of Viagra. No, Viagra didn't even exist back then. Guess he was just excited to be showering. I wondered why everyone ran out screaming, but I didn't have my glasses on. I did run out as soon as I saw what was before me. Anyway, Spelunky and Dark Souls have a similar approach. Oh my God, what? I sign up for them willingly, but then I potentially get screwed in the process. They continue to force me to bend over, and, well, you get my drift. Thing is... I'll keep booting them up because I love the adventures, the journey. But what about everyone else? Why do you wish to be spanked so hard? Also, stop hating on LA Noire, Stew. Also, Halo Four faces better than LA Noire, like in the old Halo, but for reals this time. So, uh, do we all like getting spanked and screwed in games?
1: Uh, well, the only thing I can kind of compare to is games like uh, N Plus and Super Meat Boy Um, and the only reason I quite like those games is because the the kind of the fun is the the doing it you know the the achievement of it um, and knowing that like something's really tough and you've done it and you know who else on your friends list has done it with you so I think that's why I I have been tempted to buy Super Meat Boy by the way Uh, oh well I can't believe it's a good game yeah, so... And there, I think there's a new one coming out. Um, so, yeah, I like that. And M Plus as well. That was such a good game. I mean, the, the only relatable game
0: I can think of is, is Super Hexagon HD, I guess.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a crazy similar difficult. thing. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty difficult. Um, it's a very simplified, like, punishing game. But, yeah, I mean, it's the same concept. You just die over and over and over again. Yeah. And Geometry Absolutely. Wars is another good example. And there's no... Yeah, Geometry Wars, yeah. You know, you, there's no satisfying ending. There's no boss battle. There's no story. You just complete gameplay, and it's purest. It is.
0: So yeah, I agree. But I don't, I'm not really into really difficult. I mean, I did play quite a lot of uh, Demon Souls, the first one. So I did play quite a lot of that. Yeah, you did actually. yeah Yeah so anyway he says sent from the aftermath of f1 racing in austin the traffic was at a stop people got out of their cars to play football and i had to take a mean shit (laughs) but i'll spare you the graphic details (laughs) oh my god oh my god france can keep formula one it caused traffic which caused a massive explosion in some hole in the wall bathroom off whatever that is l35 i35 i hope no one was hurt don't blame me blame the french why, Why? what have the French got to do with Formula One? I don't
1: know. Isn't it in, isn't one of them in, oh, I don't know. I don't no, know.
0: there is, but but it's Bernie Eccleston who runs Formula One, who is not French at all. I, I ain't got a clue. All French I know is that B- Vettel apparently cheated, but
1: then he didn't cheat, yeah. that's all I know. Who knows. Uh, and that's it for emails this week, so there's thank a, you. There's a the, another email from No no, a letter no to Jason, and it's really small. Is it? Yeah, What was cool. that one? One sentence email or two, the subject was. Well, which one? Go and read it then. There's, There's no doubt in my mind. The greatest video game story of all time goes to The Walking Dead, episode one to five, challenging the entertainment industry um, that average people enjoy. TV has nothing on this.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that came from I was talking to him over sort of either Skype or something about it. No, I think it was actually on the forums. He sent me some personal messages about it. There you go. I think it was on the back of that. So well, I, move... I think
1: that was worth bringing it out.
0: Yeah, I didn't move that into the into the show notes because it's for a next week podcast, really, that one. That's yeah. in the. Well, yeah, man. There you go. I'm ready. But anyway, it doesn't matter. No, he's in, and he is absolutely right. Yeah. Right. right. I
1: think we need to move on and get now, out of here, too.
0: Normally, we do shout-outs, but we're going to do it a little bit different this week because we are running really short of time. Right, so what I thought we'd do, seeing as you did the who wants a shout-out on Twitter, you can shout-out all the people who went, yeah, I'll have one. It's time for a Colbert Rapport shout-out! Hey!
1: So, Chitty, do the shout-outs. Alright, I'm just scrolling down to the 31 comments that we exactly. have. Exactly, go for it. Um, oh, and we got a new like. So I'll shout-out our new like. Uh, It's from... Let's have, a, let's have a click on that. Uh... A girl called Kylie Matthew Purcell. Kylie. So thanks for liking us. She literally liked us exactly as I said that. Um there but, go. okay, shout outs go to Blake. Uh uh Robelka honky patrol, he says Duke, I'm sure you know what that means. Hey, um honky
2: patrol, influenza. Uh,
1: Chris Harrison, Antonio Phillips, Andrew Gold, Amar Parvez. Uh, Mike Vasey, James Looney, Chris Jess, Stuart Lecky, Tahara Mattis, Ian Williams, Philip Mul Holland, Peter Marshall, veteran gamers, uh, Daniel Luke Hall, uh, veteran gamers, veteran gamers, veteran gamers. Um, Peter Marshall, I've already read out. Robin McCall Buch, sorry, Robin, I've just murdered your name. Uh, Christopher Matthew and Robin Tate. Wow. That's and Susan Linda Hall, who commented on my other comment. Bang. Wow, that's cool. Well, well what about... on the, Is that including the Twitter people? Um, no, because I only update it on the Facebook, so do you want to... Re- no, 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 because it, it, everything on the Facebook, Facebook feed. I know, it, I know it does, but I don't look at it, really. So read out the Twitter ones, Stu, if you've got it in front of you. Yeah, no, I will. I will quickly read out the Twitter ones. We've
0: got Andrew Gold, who's been tweeting us. Greg DeLacy. Um, I, Pete. Phil Olson. Dave, Maverick F20, David Tripney, as mentioned earlier, Mike Vasey, uh, and Bousy uh, mentioned. Bounce. Yeah, has Duke forgotten to record again? Which was a lot of the comments on Facebook as yeah, yeah. well. I, I'm never, ever going to forget to record again, <laughs> ever. No. Uh, uh, Duke, have you got any? Because I know you haven't mentioned any. Is there any in particular you wanted to just do a quick one?
1: No. Nope.
0: Superb. Let's get the hell out of here you then. To do
1: it to Duke because he's ill.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Thanks for staying on the show.
2: Sunday, next Sunday, Playdate Uncharted 3, PS3, join us. Brilliant. Ah,
0: well, that's... Hey, I've only got one final thing to say in that case, then. What's that? Greg DeLacy, in your face. Uh, because he's tweeted... Unbeknownst to you. Here's a minute. He's tweeted, unbeknownst to you, uh, when does Duke talk about anything else, which was referring to someone else saying Duke should be allowed to talk about old games. So, someone's do talk about it else? And by the way, this week's play, doh is wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Texas Hold'em. He was wrong. He was wrong. Simple as. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Now he- Thank you so much, love.
3: I got
1: I got yeah. I got pain, bad stuff you need to go to bed or whatever take some
0: lemon stuff yeah, something. I'll drink some tea rub some Vicks vapor rub on your chest
1: stay it on Duke
0: yeah goose fat that's what you need that's it he's gone is he gone he's gone he's gone Jeez, not well he did not sound well did he bless him no uh, so I should say to listeners because there's people obviously still be hanging around as they always do at the end of the show but yeah it, it, Duke didn't talk a lot this show to be fair
1: because he was ill. Yeah, he's not very well. So there you go. I was, checking. I was chatting Deal. to him on Skype saying, are you okay? Are you
0: I felt. I must admit, I felt sorry for him when, even when he was doing his, what he'd been up to. You know, because yeah. he was struggling even just to get all that sorted out. It worse worse as the, as the show got on. It did, it did. But wait, it's one o'clock in the morning. I need to now levelate this and try and sort it out. And yeah. whatnot, and then get it sort of level 18 while I'm in bed tonight, and then I'll try and upload it in the morning. So, everyone who complains that it's not out on time, that is the reason why. Ah, uh, well, you know, so there you go. Yeah. So, so hopefully, it'll be out in the morning if, if I can get up. It'll be it's late. So, I'm going to do that now. So, I'm letting you go now. It'll be so, I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop right, recording now.